you do not like hearing the following words, booger, sex, poop, butthole, fart, pee, boobies, sack, dingleberry, booger face, then this show might not be for you. After party at 980 WCAP. We're professionals. Barely made with any salmonella. The circus is in town. Puking in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And then I farted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no, you didn't. I'm the proud owner of a newborn stomach. That's what happens when you rub my tum tum the wrong way. 978 454 4980. Numbers coming at you. Seven digits. Guys, when you call in, you can't say the S word. You can say all the N words you want. Well, you just well, maybe no, it, we'll... it depends on the content. Are you gonna be nine eighty WCAP? Welcome to the after party. Hey, <laughs> I found that uh, that intro. All my stuff is gone, so I'm like, wow, that's that way different. down. I know. Well, I didn't even cut it. That's something I I started with, and uh, wow, look at that. I need to find my original intro. It threw me off. <laughs> it threw me off also. Hey, uh, welcome to the After Party. I'm Chris Bublon. Joined in studio, I am Alan Richardson. Hey, that's me. I have uh, one fellow joining us a little early. Uh, is our musician after for After 9.30, uh, Matt Minigal. Yeah. Weird names, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt? Yeah. What yeah. the heck? <laughs> we'll be we uh, Chris and a Matt. But, uh, hey, we have a fun show lined up. Oh, dude, we have such a fun show lined up. We do. All right, first of all, uh, Bob is missing. Can't find Bob. He's dead. I knew he was going to be missing today. He said specifically for today he's going missing. That's not what missing is, man. What? That's not what missing is, then. That just means he's away. He he said, hey, man, I'm going to be missing on Thursday. Well, do you mean, like, missed? No, 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 missing. Like, he's not going to be... So, like, no one knows... Like, if we know he's gone, then he's not missing. He's just gone. Well... I mean, he might be missing. I don't know where he is. Bob, call in. <laughs> I'm scared without you. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, uh, we can chat, but I, I, I'm just going to throw you up on the air. I can't really answer the phone. Ooh. So there we go. There's that. Lightning speed you get on the radio. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So it's going to sound that like... easy to be a star these days. You're going to be all calling up and stuff, and I'm going to be all like, hey, you're on the air. And then you're going to start talking. And then that's how it's going to work. So it, it's worked out in the past. One time I, I did that on uh, on Filling Time. Yeah. <laughs> the show I host with uh, Nathan Burke on Tuesdays from 11 Tuesday to 12. Tuesday afternoon, Poop and, uh, Special. This, I'm working the board. I can't pick up the phone. i got to put you right on the air. And somebody called up and they said, uh, uh, I didn't want to go on the air. <laughs> like, well, that's how we're going to play this game. Like, don't call a radio station. Uh, but, hey, I, I got good news in the uh, the world of Poobalon. Yeah? Yeah. Did you win your Spanish class? No, no, but I feel like I'm going to pass this semester. Uh, I Someone found out Spanish th- th- this practicum, <laughs> no. right? Uh, I have to take a practicum uh, in order to graduate and with the bachelor's, and it has to be in a field of my uh, degree. Which is? Philosophy. With communications. So it has to be in the field of communications where I take this practicum. Now I'm sure you're wondering, what the hell is a practicum? What is a practicum, Poo? Yeah, I, I didn't know either. Uh, turns out it's an unpaid internship of sorts. We have to work 60 hours, and uh, I must not get paid. Originally, I was thinking, well, I work at a morning radio show. Uh, so, 
what is there in your life possibly that you could do that's related to communications that you do in your own free time for no pay, Pooplon? <laughs> the after party! What? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So all of this no pay and uh, I do it for the joy, it's actually paying off. Nice. <laughs> it's going to get me out of college. i gotta, I got to write an eight-page paper on the after party and uh, all of the things that I've learned. And I owe it all to you guys uh, for hanging out with me and chatting and yeah, you really, you really Listening owe a lot to me. I do. It's I do. crazy. You I've s- held raises kids a lot. I know. I've been I know. like showing up in the nighttime and scaring them. I've been eating their food when they don't finish, and so when well, they go yeah. hungry, they know why. I'd rather not throw it away. Yeah. And I'm like, look what you're making Ellen do. Yeah, and like I cry. Yeah. yeah. It's like weird. <laughs> I'm like eating a stranger's kids' food, you know. Well, someone's got to do it though. Right. Yeah. It's good that you're willing to step up to the plate on that. I'm just, you know, it's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. It, this is, it's, you know. With great power comes great responsibility, and if I can eat a child's chicken nuggets so he can go to bed hungry and learn his stupid lesson, then I'm I'm gonna have to be the one to do it. Right. Yeah. I, I just like how you smear the ketchup in your beard for effect. Oh man, it's yeah. I tell him it's blood, and like <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get him in his sleep, you know, and like all all sorts of creepy stuff. Poublon's wife don't like me so much. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like he's harmless. Yeah, I'm not. I don't him. think so. Yeah. She's got the right to be afraid. <laughs> Oh, but hey, well, that's great. Uh, I mean, it's great for this weekend. Halloween, round yeah. the corner. I, uh, I'm i not dressing up. I'm not. No? I need to, though, one year. I think next year. I think I'm starting to get into the groove where I want to like try to be something as I walk around. I was thinking like maybe like a bloody bear. Why? Like like a poo bear all what the hell? zombified. Like what a, is it? Like a, like a, like Where a Winnie the Pooh. Where did that idea come from? It's like, I don't know. To me, I was like I was on the bus heading <laughs> to class, and I was like, so you know strange. what? What should I be? And then I was thinking, you know, like a like a, a, a and you know, I thought uh, I don't really want to be Winnie the Pooh because this then, is like a manifestation of some deep rooted anger. No, no, no. I just thought that would be bus. cool. Like like a like it'd be some savage like a animal, zombie bear, but you know? A, you know, a cute cartoon version of it, but covered in blood. It was man bear pig. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking. I don't know what what would you dress up for Halloween? Uh, I was I had to toss up between three costumes this year. Of uh, I wanted to be I, I like. I wasn't gonna be a sexy police officer. Yeah, <laughs> I generally dress in women's clothes for Halloween. Pull like, it off. <laughs> you know, I was I've been Wonder Woman. Uh, I was stripper Mario one year. Really? Oh yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I was thinking of being Abraham Lincoln. Abraham. <laughs> yeah, or uh, Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> what about you, Matt? You ever dress up for Halloween? Yeah, I was. Uh, I tried to be a ghost a couple years ago, like the Charlie Brown ghost, and um, I didn't know there was like white paint on the top of the thing, and it was sticking up into a point. Uh, it was probably the top three worst Halloweens of my, really? my life. I went as a Klansman instead of a ghost. It was awful. <laughs> but I didn't know because I didn't see myself. Right, the right. best is that that would happen to Charlie Brown. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I felt like I, I served him well, but it was the worst Ooh. year of my life. <laughs> I, people would heckle me, and I was like, Ooh, I'd like make noises at them and stuff. And then I saw myself in a window, and I was like, right. oh, my God. They really think I'm scary. I've been a Klansman. Yeah. That's yeah, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty terrifying costume, though. You yeah, shouldn't have been carrying that cross. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, uh, I, when I was a kid, I would grow up uh, doing uh, like al- alternating years. I'd be a Ninja Turtle one year, and then I'd be like so uh, just every other year you were a Ninja Turtle. Uh, I was a different Ninja Turtle, but it, it was like uh, you know Ninja Turtle, vampire, Ninja Turtle, vampire. Then it was like Burn Victim one year. <laughs> no, 
Well, I found uh, and puberty the, hit and everything changed. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm nuts. a burn victim now. <laughs> well, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh 3D FX gel, all oh, that yeah. stuff. That was like new to me. Yeah. So what I did was I I put it in the microwave and everything like you were supposed to, and it, it turns into this gel stuff that you, you're supposed to like smear in your face and probably some artistic sort of way. I just like slapped it on there, and it turned into like rubber, like deformed rubber on my face, and I just put like red and black stuff on. So, where I was originally going for something, and just turned into burn victim. That's, I, I don't know. It's I weird. feel like that's offensive to say. <laughs> that's, I mean, come on, people you know, go as dead soldiers, and that's in a way that is that is kind of an offensive costume, a burn victim. Yeah, but it's not it's kind like, of messed up. Not Caitlyn, huh? Caitlyn Jenner. You, I don't people know. People dress up as Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah, that, that's a costume this year. Is, what is that? Just like a tall I don't know. Lady? You're just dressed up like her in Vanity Fair. That's annoying. I know. This is why I just dress <laughs> as a sexy lady every year for Halloween. <laughs> right, right. Halloween costumes are ruined. You don't have to do. You don't have to dress like uh, up like any other sexy lady or a transgendered lady. Yeah, or, you know, it's just like I feel like there's always the sexy version of every Halloween costume. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's the sexy Ninja Turtle, there's like the sexy plumber. Venus? Yeah, so I decided I just want to destroy sexy costumes. Yeah. Like with stuff like Wonder Woman or like... I, I once I went to dress as a female prostitute one year and my girlfriend wouldn't let me leave the house. Really? Yeah. You should do drum, like play your drums dressed up like that. You don't want me to. That, that you don't want me to wear like, uh, like thin underwear and then like have my legs <laughs> spread out and playing the drums. <laughs> You're right. Like things, really I'm just going to say committed. stuff moves around, you know? And it's just, you can't keep it contained all the time. Yeah, I, yeah well, uh, no need to say any more. I understand completely. <laughs> I mean, stuff's popped out on stage. Oh, jeez. Well, yeah, yeah, because you, you have bananas with you. Yeah, uh, there was one day I kept pulling bananas out of my underwear and eating them. <laughs> That was a good day. And honestly... like more than once? Oh, yeah. How many did you have? Three. Oh, jeez. That's a lot of potassium. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. I I brought a banana with me. Yeah. They're nature's hot dogs. I had a feeling about that somehow. When you walked in, I was thinking, that's got to mean something. Like, it just seemed symbolic, you know? It just seemed like there was a reason. I just... I don't... I eat a lot of bananas. All right. That's good. That's a good reason. It's become a weird... I don't know. People... It's it's weird that people know that I do it. Like, that's the weird thing. And, like, I'm also a very forgetful person, so I'll just leave stuff everywhere. So, like, when I was leaving the store today, uh, as one of my employees' demos, like, Alan, uh, you left your banana up the counter, bud. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. Yeah. I don't know, man. Banana. It's in a calling card, though. You can go into crime or something. Yeah. Right. He left just a banana out at the scene of the crime every time. Everybody's in the up there. <laughs> we know uh, we were playing at um, O'Brien's one day, and I had eaten, like, three bananas on the way down. <laughs> I can't eat too many bananas. One banana gives me that weird stomach feeling. I generally have like, like a uh, couple for breakfast. Yeah, I have one for breakfast with my oatmeal. I've been doing this thing where the VA, they've been, uh, I, I got their scale, yeah. right? I've been following it. Now they uh, let you get fat, now they're trying to rub it in your face? No, no, I've been, I've been, well, yeah, kind of. But the weight's been going down incrementally each day, and, uh, but I've been having to plan my day ahead. I know bananas tech make me feel full, so. Yeah. Nothing funny about it. Just it's been happening, man. It's well, been happening. You know what I do is I freeze a banana overnight. Yeah. And then I put it in a shake with almond milk and yogurt and protein yeah. powder. And uh, if you freeze a banana, it just like makes stuff creamy. Yeah. 
something weird that happens scientifically with the fat <laughs> of the banana? Well, it's creamy anyway. Well, yeah, but like if you freeze a banana, it's, it's cold happens. and creamy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like you can make you can make ice cream with frozen bananas and coconut milk. Right. <laughs> I know too much about. It. I just stop talking about bananas. That's fine. Because I know we're gonna bring up hot dogs later. I know. I know. I figured. And I you don't need this entire episode to be about my love of phallic <laughs> uh, foods. Well, uh, one of the things I wouldn't mind chatting about is uh, favorite candy, because I found a list. on It's on Ranker.com where people can vote their favorite candy and what's top one. So, I, like, I'm imagining that the list varies with time. But with uh, Halloween just around the corner, I mean, all the times vary from, like, 6 to 8 to 5 to 7.30, things like that. The trick-or-treat? Uh, yeah. I feel like when, I, when we were kids, like, trick-or-treating was not at, like, 4.00. Yeah, I don't remember it being that early. Right, like the sun was definitely not out. Well, it was it was at six. It starts at six. It was from six to eight. I feel like we went later. I remember it being longer really? too. Yeah, but I like don't, I don't know if that's true or because like we were kids and eight yeah. o'clock felt like midnight. I think that's the case. Yeah, I <laughs> hope so. Because if not, I feel so bad for these. That you just kids. ran. Around? Well, I mean, I know walking around for two hours is kind of a long time, and it feels a lot longer. And you're just grabbing candy. Eventually, it turns into work. That's why they sent you a scale, Pooblon. What's that? Sentences like that. Well, no, no. I mean, Walking around is hard getting candy all day. You get tired. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does. I mean, it really, it starts off as uh, as fun and enjoyable. Like, oh, how much candy can I get? And then it ends with, I just want to go home. I don't even need any more candy. Never never did for me. Oh, for me it did. And oh, my dude. kids are like If that you're too. telling me I can keep walking and keep getting more candy, that's just, you know, the train will keep it rolling all really? that long. Yeah. Oh, uh, not me. I and luckily for me, my kids either. Uh, we'll, we'll do a quick circle, they'll get their bag like a quarter of the way full, and they're like, "Yeah, we're good. Let's get out of here." Scram. Kids today, man. They want to yeah. play with their iPads and order the candy <laughs> offline. Last year there was a house that was uh they had a, the Keurig machine all set up and they were giving parents coffee as we were walking by. That's pretty solid. So I was like, "You know what? Hey, uh honey, you guys can keep walking ahead. I'm waiting for this cup of joe." <laughs> it was great. It was good ideas. Um but I'm I don't I don't know if we're giving away candy. We haven't even bought anything yet. No. No. Not I used yet. to give away I I we've never given away candy at my house. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. It is like, I go to my aunt sometimes and do it, but it's it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. Giving out candy. I'm more of like an other way kind of (laughs) guy. Right. I don't mind. I have fun doing it. And and then to see everybody's costumes. And I mean, it's a really good way to kind of meet everybody in your neighborhood. I Uh, I don't want to meet them. I I don't mind. I I don't want to meet parents and children. I don't know. I like my neighbors, and I always have the. I maintain this illusion that I'm going to be able to hang out with them one day. Yeah, you want to have a block party? No, I, not really. You already got married in the driveway, man. You got to yeah. slow your roll. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, I don't know. I think I'm just too busy. And then when I finally have free time, they don't have. They're they're busy. I mean, we all have lives. And then it, there's that awkwardness of walking over to somebody's house again. You know, hey, you want to hang out? Hey, I got some beer. You want to drink it with me? I went to a brewery and they gave me this bottle to try. Do yeah. you want to watch the Patriots game? <laughs> you want to watch the teams with me? The uh, the old piggy skin. <laughs> let's throw. Let's watch them throw that old leather skin around. So huh? I don't know. It's awkward for me. Like I, I want to be able to have that comfort, but I, I, I don't know. It's weird. Sometimes my neighbor will be outside, like, smoking a cigar, and I'll be raking or something. He'll yeah. just come over and start talking to me. 
And they'll start talking to me about like adult stuff, and I, I just want to be like, ah, man, I'm drunk. Like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this. Right. I, I'm, I'm in my 20s. It's a Sunday yeah. afternoon. I, I, I've been drinking. Stop it. Right. I am. Um, well, I have a neighbor who um, they, they have kids that are my kids' age, so it, it's great because my kid, he's always outside. He's always running around now. Uh, See, I only have indoor kids. But I know, uh, yeah. I don't let them out. <laughs> At one point, uh, I think the the kids they went to their their grandmother's house. And my kid's still in their yard playing and trying to mess with the adults that live there. And I'm like, get over here. They got rid of theirs. They don't need mine. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, if you didn't, uh, Publon's kids love their neighbors more than yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. It lets me come in and eat their food. Right, and they appreciate that. Otherwise, they'd be sitting there all night. And now they just have to sit and watch you eat their food, so... I don't. I like don't leave either, and right. I do their homework for them. Yeah, and like it's funny because like at first they liked it, but now they're not learning. And, and part of their punishment is uh, when they go to bed, they have to deal with Alan staring at them for twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, and that wasn't part of the deal. Yeah, yeah, puts hair on your chest. Yeah. yeah, right. It's like yeah. going to military school, but like I come to you. Yeah. Right, and, and 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 I mean, you just breathe heavy for effect. It's not like uh, yeah, I don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't it's have not to. Like a You're just a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like a, <laughs> it's not an obesity thing. I just <laughs> do it for Chris Pubon. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> parents, if you're listening, feel free to give us a call, and uh, I, you can hire me to come do this for your kids. And yeah. uh, and you know what? You can pay me in unfinished dinners and allowing me to breathe heavily in dark rooms because <laughs> it's just a fun thing to do. It's working like a charm. They actually eat their vegetables most nights. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes they're a little stubborn. but Yeah, because yeah, if they finish all their dinner, I leave. Right. Yeah. But if they and don't, I eat, they, they watch me eat their food and then I watch them sleep. <laughs> and if they wake up in the middle of the night and they see me staring at them breathing heavenly, so help me God, I will breathe even heavier till they lull right back to dreamland. <laughs> so, you know, call me and you get your kids to finish their dinners. <laughs> exactly. I'm kind of like, you know, Mother Teresa or, you know, like a Jesus kind of guy. Where I'm like, I'm, I'm helping the people. And That's I'm, how every Jesus got to start, I think. Yeah. Before he did all the religion stuff. Before the Beatles. heavily in dark rooms and making sure kids ate their meals. And stuff. Yeah. So, yeah it, it's incredible work. It all man. starts at ground level. Same with, like, city council politics, you know? Yeah. You yeah. got to start local. Let Jesus breathe in your kid's room, and then eventually he'll give you, like, a thousand fish. <laughs> Might make you a table. He might. Yeah. So, thank you, Alan. Hey man, no problem. So, awesome stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, Halloween though. So uh, you're gonna go trick or treating with your kids? Yeah, I'm gonna walk with them. It's it's gonna be a lot of fun because I know last year it was on a weekday, and I I w- had to worry about waking up at 4:50 the next morning. So. Ugh. It, it becomes like a whole looking at your watch thing. Is this Halloween thing over yet? I need to go home so I can finish what I'm doing so I can go to bed. I know. I keep forgetting I have work in the morning today. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I don't have as bad as you. Yeah. You're intense. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to be. You should, when you go trick-or-treating, you should take a shot for every house you guys go to. Take a shot for every house? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that'll fly. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I'll be making some weird faces. I won't be walking as straight as the rest of them. It's Halloween. It's dark out. You can dress like Matt's Klansman, and they're all going to think <laughs> you're a spooky ghost. And the next day is always Sunday, right? Yeah. It's not like I have to wake up early. I think and, you've got a plan here. And then Sunday, uh, you get the extra hour of sleep that night. Uh, you is know what? This I get, weekend? I have yeah. to rethink this every year. It, it's going back, so we get an extra hour of yeah. sleep. Is that how it's spring, working? Spring forward, fall back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's so, that's yeah. that's a way to learn it. Yeah. Spring forward, fall back. Yeah. I'm not sure I adjusted all the clocks yet from spring. 
No, I don't think I did it. You don't have to. I don't think I know what time it is completely. You beat the system, though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because now everyone's going to be sitting there like, oh, man, I changed my clocks. Matt, how are you on time? You're like, because I didn't change them in spring like a chump. (laughs) It's the worst not knowing that, though, and then having to be somewhere. I know when I was in the Marines, we had, uh, it was, we did the change. And now if I woke up at the same time, I'd be earlier for everything, right? I had to be at work by 7, and I think I showed up at what I thought was 7, but we changed the times back, so I was really there at 6. And I already, I mean, and what I hated about being in the Marines as... as Wait, a, no, that's the spring. That's the spring? Right. Yeah, no, that's... Because if you showed up when you thought it was 7, no, we, yeah, you're right. We'll fall back, right? Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. fall back, so we were going into fall. And, uh, Dang, this is confusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, when I was in uh, North Carolina, I actually cooked in a chow hall. So on the on the weekend I had to be there by seven I think for like morning chow and whatnot and I had to have my my cook gear all I had to have like three creases on my back perfectly straight oh I hated it man I had to iron every day that's confusing and uh, I, confusing I did everything I needed savings. to do and then I get there and I get told no man it's, it's look at your cell phone I'm like oh man. I want to be sleeping instead. Are the Marines that chill that early in the morning? That's, no. a, that's before they start barking orders when they're like, nah, man. No, Look that's... Look at your cell phone, Poobland. I was calling up one of my friends. Okay. Uh, I'm like, hey, uh, what's going on? Why isn't anybody here? He's like, dude, did fall, fall back, man. I wanted to imagine like the guy at the door is like, yo, man, you're early. No. I'm not a Marine for another 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm just a dude by a door. No, no, that wouldn't be the Check case. Check your cell phone, Poobland. <laughs> Uh, no, no, that would not be the case. No, I, and then I ended up just sitting in my car for an hour waiting, and uh, took a little nap. It was, it was sad. It was a sad moment in my life. I wasn't happy with it, but uh, I learned to listen. <laughs> I learned to listen. I'm glad, man. Yeah. So hey, we have a fun show lined up. Uh, aside from all this banter, it's going to get better. It's going to get. <laughs> if you can believe, it's going to get better than this. Uh, I, I'm going to go through that list of candy. And uh, that'll be fun. Probably after ten thirty, we got a beer of the night. I got a good one tonight. Uh, do I even bother mention what we're going to be drinking? No, let's leave it a surprise. Or is it a surprise? Stay tuned to find out what Poopland will drink tonight. Well, it, it, it's a pumpkin beer. I, right, I'll say geez, that. Or well, just he'll just tell you. I was now. trying to Who think cares? like a Halloween beer. You know what? I had a beer when I was it's over in Pennsylvania. Be bleach. <laughs> and we're gonna drink bleach at eleven o'clock. It was called Night of the Living Stout, and it was a great beer and it had zombies all over it. And I was like, "Wow, this is a fantastic stout and it has Not zombies." As good as bleach. And uh, we don't have that here. Otherwise, that would have been the beer for tonight. I brought some bleach. But I figure, hey, October beers. You think pumpkin? I grabbed what I thought would uh, be be the best Let's of do the it. pumpkins. So we're gonna do that Stay after. Stay tuned and 11 find o'clock. out what pumpkin it is. I believe uh, Pat Regan will be joining us after yep. eleven. That's going to uh, be exciting. That's going to be really cool. Uh, Ran him at the burn last night in Somerville. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Now, is is he originally from uh, L.A. and all that? I know or? he's out in L.A. now. I don't know that's where he's originally from. Right. He, he writes for a show on Adult Swim. The guy does a lot of stuff. I was looking him up on YouTube. And uh, very funny. I uh, just got his album. Yeah? Um, I can't even say it on the on the radio. Really? It's Pat Reagan smells like... Uh, Oh yeah, the S word for poopy. Right, right. But right. Uh, it is it is a great album. Yeah, it, it's real good. Well, uh, yeah, I was reading his bio too. Just very very funny guy. So really looking to having him here at uh, after after eleven. Hopefully he drinks beer. He'll join us in the. Uh, Hopefully he doesn't drink the, the bleach the with me. Am I right? <laughs> Give me a right. call and stop me from doing it. Give me a reason to live. Absolutely. So uh, and uh, what else we got? We got we're gonna talk about nightmares, weird things, freaky uh, facts about nightmares. Everything that makes me feel better. Yeah, all this stuff.
here on the After Party on 980 WCAP. So we are going to take a quick break. And uh, I've been in the, I listened to some System of a Down today. Yeah. And uh, I was digging it. I was digging it. It made me run a whole lot faster. <laughs> and we're going to come back with Matt Minigo music. Yeah, absolutely. So stay with us. That. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We will be right back. Boom. After party, uh, I'm Chris Pugalon. Joined in the studio, I have Alan Richardson. Hey, that's me. I have Matt Minigal, who is going to play us some songs in just a moment. And I have this weird-looking moth that is eating my peanut butter, and I just flicked it in the face. That's intense, dude. Yeah, man. It's like all over my peanut butter. Holy crap. It's like, get away from my peanut butter. It's m- moth. You know, this is where Bob would hit an awesome button. I know. I don't have any cool buttons. I, it's right. a new system, so I'm going to have to upgrade, get all my sound effects in. Get it all locked down. It's cool. I just, you know, Bob's missing. I know. We knew he would be missing, although we didn't do anything to prevent it. I'm not going to bring up, you know, 9-11, but, like, Bob's not here. That's right. Bob Philpott, he is missing, but uh, he shall be found by next week. I think we just could have done something with the knowledge we had beforehand (laughs) and make sure Bob wouldn't go missing today. Yeah, well, um, you know what? There's nothing I can do about it now. Matt Minigal's here. Yeah, Matt Minigal's here, and he's going to play us some songs. This is I should actually, we should name this segment, shouldn't we? Uh, Matt, what should we name it? For like all shows or just for this show? For no, all no, shows. for all shows, yeah, because we normally uh, have a musician. This is, you guys are comedians, I mean. I don't know, man. That's yeah, yeah this is the music half hour. Yeah. You take care of this one. You're <laughs> the one holding the guitar, buddy. Spoiler alert, you guys. Huh. Let's see what occurs to us. Yeah, so hey, man, how long have you been playing? Like... I think like 10 years or something. 10 years? Don't you know. don't even look that old. You, what, you start when you were 10? 21? I started around like 8 or 10, yeah. All right, all right, cool. So you, you're 21. You, you just started learn, you know, being able to drink. It's yeah. great. <laughs> good, good for you. Uh, now, how often do you get out? Just to like play gigs and yeah, stuff? Yeah, man. Uh, pretty often. I don't know. I kind of go in lulls. I play in the subways a lot. So. Yeah. Oh, that must so be incredible. That, that must be interesting, huh? That's a trip. Yeah. You see a lot of people at subways, huh? You do. Yeah. <laughs> you, do you do you make a lot of dough when you're typically getting out there? I do okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some nights it's off, some nights it's good, but I I like it. It's always That's not bad. There's always stories at the very least. So right on, man. Because you're just hanging out, you're playing, you're having a good yeah. time, and 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 that really beats uh, the the people holding signs saying things like you know uh, I rather beg than steal. So. You're providing a service. You're, you're yeah. giving uh, the, these wonderful tones to everybody's ears, making them feel good. You're cooler than the homeless people. Man. Exactly. <laughs> if so you I can take anything away from tonight, <laughs> it's that. They're honestly pretty cool. Yeah. I've gotten to know a bunch of them through doing it. They're, they're a pretty cool crowd, actually. Did they ever get mad yeah. at you for yeah. uh, imposing on their turf? Oh, yeah. I almost <laughs> got in a fight the other day with one of them, because... Because I'm very I'm weak and uh, and slight, right. so it wouldn't be a good well. Situation. That's completely <laughs> obvious, staring. <Yeah. laughs> so like sometimes they they tend to mess with me because they know they can beat me in a fight. You and, should get uh, tattoos to make it look like you have robot arms. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> so what are you gonna play first? 
Uh, this is called Happy All the Time. Happy All the Time. All right. Great. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That, that's really like fun. Uh, it, it sounds it's happy, but it's sad. <laughs> Thank you. I, I I always enjoy when somebody can hit that note. You know, uh, I that's what I think was really good. Like like with Sublime, how a lot of their music sounds really happy, but it's really you hear the lyrics and they're really sad. Yeah, right on. It's fun to screw with people like that. Yeah, that's my yeah. favorite thing to do in the world. I think. Do you do a lot of uh, original songs, or do you do you mix them up with covers and? I kind of do both, but yeah. I mean, I started doing covers when I started playing in the subways, just because it, it's kind of easier when right. people know your songs. Yeah, better. yeah, yeah. There's there's countless uh, other music that you could play as opposed yeah. to how many originals that you can, how many priceless gems you can come up with. 
But I'm pretty bad for the most part at, at covering songs because really I don't, I'm horrible at it. I don't have the attention span or something, so I just, yeah, I just write them. Cause yeah, it sort of comes easier, I guess. But when you do know, cover, like who who's the go-to? I really like Big Star. It's a band called Big Star and um, Teenage Fan Club, and I don't know a lot of '90s bands. I like those. Yeah. '90s, huh? Yeah, those are fun. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right, what's next? Uh, I should put this thing on here. This is called. Uh, <laughs> it's called I don't care about anything. I gotta say, like first off, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. That's a really interesting guitar. What you got? I'll, I'll bug oh. you after the song. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That's no, cool. Matt Minigal, 
Am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. I put I put a lot of enthusiasm <laughs> in it. And sometimes I'm worried about a accent. What? And anyway, hey, awesome stuff, man. Now, Thank do you, you have a website where we can find all the stuff that you uh, or, or things that you put up here? Yeah, where I'm can uh, we find you? I'm on Facebook. I don't really do a lot on yeah. the computer side of things usually, but um. But I'm on Facebook and Instagram and all that. Yeah. If you type in my name, there's not a lot of other... Yeah, I can't imagine. I don't think I've seen that name around. So, so you, yeah, you just released a single, right? Yeah, I did. On uh, on Sunday, I think it was. And so that's on, on YouTube. It's called What's There to Believe In. And Yeah, it's on Facebook and Instagram and all those, yeah. Yeah. I might have a website. I don't know. I think <laughs> the best way to do it is probably Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And then you're you're starting a tour up on Sunday, right? I am, yeah. For a week or something, a week and a half, yeah. What's that looking like? It's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that. We're just we're doing like the first half of the East Coast and first half of the Midwest, and it'll be it'll be awesome. Is that you and a group of uh, musicians? No, it's just me and my friend Carissa, and she's oh. doing it solo. Yeah, Carissa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carissa Johnson. She's been here a few times. Yeah, she's the one that uh, I think booked me here today. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. She yeah, walked. She really came cool. and she was like, she's like, hey, you're gonna put Matt on the radio show, and I was like, <laughs> what? She's like, can you put him on this date? And I was like, and we never have something. He can just come in whenever. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't always book people. <laughs> yeah, just well, have me, him please show up. Me and you take turns because you get a lot of guys in here. Yeah. And then uh, sometimes I find somebody. By a lot of guys, he means I just have Chris. I keep coming back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I think uh, at least half because we kind of alternate. I know yeah. next week I got a kid coming in uh, and he... I was just sitting outside. Sometimes when I'm like walking to to my class, I I look at the ducks for a good five minutes, yeah. and I have my ukulele and this kid. Such I think he's like I think he's like 17 <laughs> or 18 years old, or, or he, I think he's still in high school, and he plays music. So uh, I told him what I do, and I played him one of my songs, and then he says he does music. So I think we're gonna have him in next week. I'm interested. Yeah, cool. you, you brought in some some solid music this this season so far. Yeah, yeah, so far, and even Bob uh, last week yeah. we had a really talented guy also. So I really and like the segment. Going today yeah, with Matt it, it does keep going with Matt Menegal. All right, uh, we have time for probably one more song. If you, cool. uh, I should probably play that single. That single? <laughs> you want to play that single? All right, let's do it. I'm so sick of it at this point because I've had to hear it so many times in the studio, but. I like it. I don't know. Look on the bright that. side. You're gonna about to play it for a week straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I told myself when I was done, I never want to like hear this again. And then it dawned on me that all I have to do is hear it again. Like, that's what I do for a living now is hear it. Again. <laughs> yeah. But it's not a bad problem to have. So. What's there to believe in? 
looking at the rocks Down beneath the bridge I thought of falling When heaven came beside me as a black-winged bird Diving like a dove between the projects WCAP the after party. All right, so um, I got to ask about the guitar, man. You got that all decorated up. (laughs) Yeah, it's got a lot of duct tape on it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, what's the purpose of the duct tape? Is there purpose, or is it just for aesthetics? It's um, it feeds back really, really badly. The pickup in there is horrible. So whenever I plug it into an amp, which is what I do most times, I play. It's uh, it just sounds so 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 bad. So really, I, just, I couldn't afford one of those things that you stick in there. Yeah. So I just duct taped over it with <laughs> five layers of tape, and it it works. And it works. <laughs> hey, yeah. might as well, huh? It looks just <laughs> good. I mean, it's got Mardi Gras beads and bottle caps and duct tape, and yeah, man, know, it looks kind of like a party. So, <laughs> is there uh, any spots around here that you hit up that you end up uh, playing? Uh, I usually I play like the Middle East a lot, like in Cambridge. Okay. Usually down around there. I go on the road more than I play locally though, because. I don't know. People dig me more the further I get from home. Oh yeah, that's so. funny. Because well, uh, I know in that song you're mentioning uh, Aiken Street. So yeah. I imagine, are you from around here in in the area? I went to UMass Lowell. For oh, a while, all right. So I used to walk around that area and like, you know, just kind of write songs and ditch class a lot and stuff. That's why I don't go there anymore. It's because I spent all my time on Aiken Street. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I just yeah I walked around this city a lot. Yeah. So. All right, so you're releasing that single uh, this Sunday? No, that was last Sunday. That's that was last that. Sunday. Yeah. All right, sorry. I, I didn't write this Get stuff with down. The time. Cool. Sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm stalling. We, we're actually all out of time. We've got to take a break for the news. This Sunday he's going away on break, on a tour, not break. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I'm what you're I'm going away saying. on break. He's going away yeah. on tour. So uh, find him. Find Matt Minigal <laughs> everywhere. Uh, find him on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> find him here. Yeah, hey, thank you so much find for uh, hanging out. It was thank you. awesome stuff. Don't take his stuff. And yeah, just don't don't him. take his stuff. That would be just rude. You can find me and know him. Yeah. He's a cool dude. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but you can find us here after the break. Uh, we're, we got some weird news stories coming don't up. Don't find us. I mean, you uh, listen. Just don't come and find us. I'm going to be talking about The Walking Dead a little bit because uh, we got one fella kind of ruining it for the rest of us. Uh, a lot of weird stories coming up. Don't ruin it for hour. me. It's going to be you. It's going to be spoiler alert. It's Pooblon that ruins it for the rest it's, of it's us. It's me. Yeah, I'm full of spoiler alerts. So uh, stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We will be right back. Trauma.
1980 WCAP, the after party. Where'd he go? He was behind the bushes, but now he's not. That was one quick, tall man, that Michael Myers. What's up, man? No, he's wearing a... Well, you know you know what mask he's wearing, right? Yeah, it's, um... What's his name? This is classic Halloween trivia. Do you know, Matt? What, uh... uh, what, uh no, I know his what name. What famous actor's mask is Michael Myers wearing in the original Halloween film? Uh... Never been able to I just it can't take it anymore. That guy? You've got your hint. <laughs> the original Captain Kirk of Star Trek. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why? Well, you know what? It, it sucks when you're really like trying to Man, go I'm, for the name. I really can't forget. <laughs> I also forget his name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, crap. We're here, on the radio. For it. We're on the radio. Hey, uh, I'm Chris Poole. I'm joined in the studio. That is the voice of Alan Richardson. Matt Minigal, he's hanging out for a little bit. Uh, or... Whatever, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> for, for a little bit. Or, hey, however long you want to hang out, it's open. I know uh, what, uh, Pat Regan shall be joining us in the next hour. And uh, otherwise, we'll have you. If you want to give us a call at 978-454-4980, you can chat about uh, whatever's on your mind. Um, what's your favorite candy? Stuff like that. Uh, William Shatner. William Shatner. Man, yeah. I am so ashamed of myself. <laughs> uh, and until then, i got some weird news stories to get to. Some, uh, and we're going to start over in uh, New Mexico, where uh, a fella, he's ruining it, man. He's ruining it. What an idiot. A New Mexico man binge-watching The Walking Dead faces murder Angry charges the best. <laughs> after allegedly beating an acquaintance to death, claiming his friend began to change into a zombie. What an idiot. Grant's police initially responded to a call October 22nd that a man holding a weapon was chasing a woman through an apartment about 80 miles from Albuquerque. Uh, Officer Lieutenant Jason Frank arrived to find two maintenance men restraining 23-year-old Damon Perry. Upon approaching the suspect, the officer saw his body. His name is Damon? His name is Damon Perry. His last name is Perry. (laughs) Yeah. No. I've never met a Perry I liked. (laughs) No. Matthew Perry, no good. Luke Perry, no good. Uh... When I was in That's boot all camp. of them. Damon Perry. <laughs> when I was in boot camp, there was a kid who was in the rack next to ours. His name was Perry. And he was a jerk. He Perry threw up Mason. in my hygiene bag. What's a hygiene bag? Well, when you're in boot camp, you, uh hygiene bag has all of your, it's like, your soap. It's going to be something you crap in. Your razors, all that stuff. And you keep it underneath your rack. And this kid, he got sick and he was coughing all night. And when we sleep, we're supposed to sleep head to toe, head to toe, head to toe. And this jerk was sleeping head to head, where he was like facing me, coughing on me all night. It's horrible. And then next day, when we have to go and we, we shave first thing in the morning, there's like tomatoes and stuff on my hygiene bag. Like little chewed up chunks of tomatoes. And nobody's sneaking tomatoes into the chow hall. And the previous night now was like salsa night. Door. No! It was ridiculous. Anyway. No this bombs or tomato guy, allowed, sir. Damon Perry, he, uh,. When the officer came, he saw the body of uh, Christopher Paquin with obvious trauma. Uh, the 23-year-old uh, victim was pronounced <laughs> is that, dead. Is that a cop term? Uh, that's oh, he's he obviously beaten. He's <laughs> obviously has trauma. Seems like kind of an understatement yeah. for a murder. Yeah. Uh, that's not the shape of a head. Police <laughs> said Perry pretty much blamed the walking dead for his actions. Um, well, in his defense... I have sat through some pretty crappy episodes of that show and wanted to beat someone to death for making it. Which episode? Uh, seasons one through four. Oh, come on, man. They weren't all that bad. They were all pretty bad. No. Every char- every every episode with Shane, 
Yeah. No. Well, they killed with, him. Uh, when what's the what, what's the, what, the the slutty wife there? She that, died. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> but not for a while. Can't remember her name. Uh, was it Lori? Lori. No, yeah. Lori. Yeah. Lori. 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 And then yeah, and then Carl. Uh, <laughs> I, it's just it's just every episode is just so dumb. I've I've really it is I, not. I enjoyed Alan. I enjoyed season five of that show. Because everyone's so dead and almost dead. I didn't that, like, like when they finally they're not sick. complaining about everything. I thought I thought getting sick was kind of dumb. That was the best part because like finally it. it's like, oh, good, something that matters is happening. Where everyone's getting sick because you realize, like, right, there's no civilization anymore. There's no doctors. Right, you can't just get some hot dogs and make yourself feel better. You just find berries. Yeah, out in, uh, out in the out in what, woods. I watch like every episode because I, I love Greg Nicotero. Yeah, and the special makeup effects of that show are untouchable. Yeah, it's so it the special makeup effects are so good. I've sat through probably thirty hours of my life. I'll never get back. You know, uh, Chris D. He told me to start reading the comic books. Yeah, and I did. And the comic books like blew me away. Oh, the comic books are crazy. And that's what kind of kept me going in with The Walking Dead because I really enjoy how they kind of go up and down, back and forth with the storyline. Yeah, they're not. It's not going to follow it to a T. But you know, it, that's important. Once in a while. I think you know it makes it more fun. Yeah. So. But I've never thought, I mean, now, for fairness, this guy and his friend there were drinking lots of alcohol. Doesn't say what they're drinking, and I'm not even going to say for fairness. That's not fair. I've never been so drunk where I'm like, oh, that guy's a zombie. Kill him! No, it's not going to happen. Zombies aren't real. Which is kind of too bad. You know, secretly, I feel like it should happen, you know? It'd be kind of cool. You know what? I always thought I'd that... I'd be dead. I always thought that, then today, I changed my mind about how I would fare in a zombie invasion. <laughs> and that's because yeah. I, I went over uh, Craig Coney's house, and okay. he's got, like, three dogs. And I could not muscle myself past these dogs. <laughs> so, like, because I was trying to open the gate, and they are trying to get past me, and I right. could not shove them away and I was getting overpowered by three dogs. Yeah. And I was like if I can't get these three dogs and not go past this gate, there's no way I'm going to survive uh, zombies. Oh, and you just had that realization, huh? Yeah, I, I was like, you know what? I always thought I'd be able to fight them, and then I realized it was like, no, wait, I'm fat and weak. Right. <laughs> like, ah, I forgot about those two very important aspects of my life that do not add up to me surviving. See, I just feel like I'd be too late to get a gun. Everybody has a gun but me. Oh, dude, you I know? have so many guns. So, like, do I go get my permit? And, hey, why uh, do you want your uh, weapon permit? Cool. Because, uh, zombie apocalypse. We don't need guns. You get denied. You just gotta make bombs. No, bombs won't help. Uh, you can blow stuff up and it's awesome. It's yeah, well, help. you can, but you're gonna run out of bombs. You're gonna run out of guns and bullets. Well, you'll have more bullets than bombs. Nope. And if you have a good shot, you'll get rid of more zombies. Not with a bomb. No, with a bombing, you get rid of a lot. Well, no, you're not, because if you blow just their arms off and stuff, they're still going to be alive to come and get you. They might crawl, they might be slower, but they're still still going to make it. Well, then you can go stomp around. I guess. You can, you can, alright, so here's what you can do. But what if you slip and fall and they start eating your leg, then you're done. Then you, if you slip and fall, you deserve to die, and yeah. you don't, if, if, I don't want people living in this world if they're going to slip and fall. I don't slip and fall. Right. I don't. I, yeah. I I live through New England winters, and I don't slip and fall. If you slip and fall because of your own stupid bomb, right? you deserve to die. Well, no, you're running around stomping on heads, right? And one, uh, there's so much blood and gore everywhere, you slipped on blood while you were running around That's trying to stomp on That's why you Tom Cruise it like Risky Business, and you slide around, bro. <laughs> and it's strictly in your underwear. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. if there's a zombie invasion, I'm not wearing pants anymore. There's no more law. 
There's no moral law. I'm free hanging. It's swinging. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could you could make a bunch of car bombs and then leave one so you can blast like '90s hip hop out of that car. Right. So you can like listen to jump around while you're like jump jump up and get down yeah, while you're like stomping. On, this is dark. Yeah. Well, hey, Perry allegedly beat Paquin with his hands and feet in addition to using oh my goodness an electric guitar and a microwave oven. Perry then allegedly rushed out of the apartment and threatened others. Uh, Perry is currently being held in custody at the Cibola County Detention Center with a microwave oven, man. Now, was he like an Amish guy on Rumspringer? Amish and he had, he had never he had never spe- he had never seen TV before. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like you know what you know what that is, right? When all the Amish people go like for a week in the real world to see if they want to stay being Amish. Oh yeah, that's right. So you think like maybe he never saw TV and he saw that show for like six hours straight and he was like, Jesus! <laughs> They've documented so much. Yeah. Well, he says that his friend tried to uh, bite him, and uh, that's why he did it. He said uh, his friend began to change into a zombie. Uh, let me see. I can't remember now. It's not. Anywhere, he, large amounts of alcohol. He, cl- yeah, he claims his friend tried to bite him, and that's when he kind of freaked out. And he, <laughs> hands and feet, electric guitar, and microwave oven. Death by microwave oven. That's a lot in of things kitchen. to use in the heat of the moment. <laughs> yeah, what, what, are heavy too. Like you have to get a certain amount of yeah. upper body strength going. I think for that. What room are you in, where there's an electric guitar and a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy. And they're both handy. Yeah, they're both handy. Did he unplug either of them? Do you well, plug in electric guitars? Do you plug them into the wall? Do you have to yeah. do that? Yeah, I don't. Think, well, I'm only a when you're playing, right? Huh? Well, it's not always plugged in. We have to plug them into the wall to play them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> you need a power outlet for the electric part. I don't know what. I I don't. How much do you have to drink to watch that show for that long? And then when someone bites you, I didn't like, fall well, asleep. Yeah, you know, I I'd mean, end up leaving. Yeah, eventually, I'd find something better to do. I feel like if you're that drunk, it's sort of commendable to actually be able to hit somebody with a microwave. Yeah, that's true. I think true. if I was drunk enough that I thought my friends were turning into zombies, I wouldn't be able to get a microwave going in a direction. You know, like yeah. I'd be able to lift it up and throw it. <laughs> he was thoroughly right. convinced. I think like the only like real drunk catastrophe moment I had is when uh, I were. Do you ever play Edward Forty Hands? Do you know what that is, Pupilon? Edward Forty Hands. You know what that is? No. Where you, so you take two forties and you hold them in your hands and you open them up and then you have someone duct tape them to your hands, so you can't use your hands until you finish both the forties. Yeah. And so we were all doing that in my room one day, and for whatever reason we locked the door because we we're like you can't leave till you finish your forties, and we we're watching um, Star Wars, <laughs> um, Empire Strikes Back. Right. And uh, I, you know, we we're, were already drinking well before we started the forty hands thing. But then I got through one forty, and I realized I have to pee. And then I realized none of us have a free hand to open up the door because we've all duct taped 40s to our hands. Did you all help each other out? Uh, I had a, I sat, I, well, you know, I had to finish the game first, so I, right. I I chugged the other one and then had to chew through all the duct tape. Yeah, guys, I got a hand free. Let's t- but, and I got, I was so drunk that I forgot Vader was Luke's father. Yeah. That's but still, funny. that's like, that's up there. If you can get so drunk <laughs> that you forget that Luke, that Darth Vader is Luke's father... Yeah. And you're chewing through duct tape to go to the bathroom. But still, I'm not going to beat my friend to death with a microwave <laughs> oven because I think right. he's a zombie. Right, absolutely. So, hey, well, he's he's put away. Um, 
hopefully this doesn't turn into one of those uh look people are murdering people because of the walking dead I would like Knock to it off. I would like to have him watch like 6 hours of a different show and and watch what <laughs> like how that influences him Right like what if he watches 6 straight hours of project runway <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's just this insane designer. Yeah, that's a good point. But he has to drink a lot in order to make anything effective. Well, you have to drink a lot to watch Project Runway. Yeah, that's true. It's a stressful show. Uh, hey, are, do you like the Australian accent? I mean, no. You got a light, buddy? I thought of this. Yeah, sure, kid. Yeah, see? There you go. This is a lot longer than that's I That's a weird question. your wallet. <laughs> Hold on. Nick, give him your wallet. That's a knife. Yeah, that's the only part I really wanted. Like, <laughs> you skipped the whole line. Like 49 just... seconds. I skipped it all. So, Australians. <laughs> and Australian, like Australian accents? <laughs> that's yeah. a knife. There yeah, you that, go. That that's would, it. You know, that's what happens when you, you do all of this prep. <laughs> it all falls apart. I didn't know Is prep. that the crocodile, Dundee? Yeah, it was supposed to be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, an Australian speech expert said uh, the country's famous accent... There's the job. They'll get you laid. ...can be attributed <laughs> in part to the drunkenness... Of the nation's early U- European settlers. So, uh, Dean Frankel, a lecturer in public speaking and communications, um, said that uh, pretty much the Australian accent was born of speech patterns from English, Irish, and German settlers mixing with those Aboriginal people. But there was another influence in the accent's development, and that would be heavy drinking. So, isn't that kind of amazing? A little bit, just just a little bit. No, it's amazing. I mean, I mean everybody. It's also speaks. like a criminal island. It, it was, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where they used to send uh, the criminals. Uh, Australia's got to be like the coolest place to be. Seems like it, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like, I mean, there's a lot of indigenous people there too, and then and then there's all like the stabbings and there's uh, the drunkenness and the crime. Yeah, and all the animals and like spiders and stuff. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. you do not want to get stuck in the outback. No. And like uh, I assume you 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 do you know Nick Cave. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's from Australia. Like if that they're producing that kind of quality sadness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that guy's that sad, I want to see where he came from. Yeah. Well, I I just I thought it was interesting when I first saw it. I wasn't even going to do this story for tonight, but I mean, uh, just just to know that. Your whole language is based upon people getting drunk, and everybody's just getting drunk talking to each other. Uh, she she goes on saying that, um, or he goes on saying that the Australian alphabet cocktail was spiked by alcohol. Our forefathers, uh, fathers, our forefathers, <laughs> regularly. Our forefathers. Got Good drunk thing America together. didn't have the same problem. <laughs> and through their frequent interactions, unknowingly added an alcoholic slur to their national speech patterns. Uh, for the past two centuries, from generation to generation, drunken Aussie speak continues to be taught by sober parents to children. So, imagine that, just generations of your drunk... Drunken Aussie speak? <laughs> ancestors. Is that an official term? That's what they said. I mean, this guy's speaking in an Australian accent. I don't have his... I'm, I can't do Australian. Sorry. I No... I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't either, mate. The no, no, there's nothing. Oi. No. Uh, Australian. No. That's pretty good. That's close. I think it's just because I said Australian. Foster. <laughs> Australian for beer. I'm Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Wolverine. Snip, snap. 
Uh, the average Australian. <laughs> what he sounds. I haven't seen the new movie yet. Speaks to just two thirds capacity, with one third of our articular muscles always sedentary, as if lying on the couch. And that's just concerning articulation. Missing consonants can include missing T's, like import, important, I's, Import, Australia, and S's. Can't do it. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. Uh, while Wolverine. many of uh, their vowels are lazily transformed into other vowels, especially A's to E's, like standing. I'm standing. Standing? Standing around. Standing. <laughs> well, and, Wolverine. And eyes. Uh, New South Wales. And eyes to oys. Good night. I don't know. Isn't Liam Neeson's Irish, isn't he? What? Is he Irish? I think he's Irish. Yeah, I think he is. I've been yeah. thinking he's Australian for my entire life. Liam's like super Irish name, isn't oh, yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's way more Irish than his Australian. Yeah. Uh, Frankel oh. called for Russell Crowe. Yeah, he's the one. There we go. Rhetoric lessons, gladiators, or rhetoric lessons to be included in the country's educational system, uh, saying we must reclaim. Now, is it rhetoric or rhetoric? How would you say that? Wolverine. <laughs> As an important fixture of Australian <laughs> culture, right teach back. it to all the students in our schools and raise the standards of communication. Australia, it is no longer acceptable to be smarter than we sound. I, I don't understand that. Well, well they, like if you get somebody from down south here in America, you know, like, do you? I don't know. Like when I was in the military, uh, there was a dude in the Navy, and he had a really thick Southern drawl. And does that sound smart? I mean, I the know, dude depends could be a what genius. About. I mean, I love. There is this one guy I used to talk to that uh, he ran his own barbecue place. Yeah. And I would let that guy go on and on about barbecue sauce for like yeah. 20 minutes, and I would zone out for a lot. Got of that it, barbecue but, from yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, but him being like, they not make it all smoky with the heat. Yeah. <laughs> then I'll add the cayenne peppers to it, and then you put right. it on the ribs, and I'm like, that's genius. You're, I've never thought about doing this. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, no. It, but for, I've never listened to, like, Russell, you know, I don't know. Australian people sound smart enough. Right, well, I think well, of Bear Grylls. You know, Wolverines. And you know? Bear Grylls, he's, uh, he's Australian, right? Please tell me is he's he? Australian. I'm pretty sure he's he is. British. Man. British? Think, yeah. I mean, he, he might, might be, be right. I don't know, though. I was wrong about Liam Neeson. So yeah. Uh, you looking from. it up? Yeah. I just, I, I love Bear Grylls for the whole, uh, it's deadly poisonous, <laughs> but you can eat it. So just cut off the stinger. <laughs> there it is. I think you're right. I think he is British. He Let's was see. like with British special forces. Uh, really? No, he's uh, he's Irish. He's Irish. Damn. Born Edward Michael Grills. Edward Michael Grills. All right. Uh, let's see. If proving uh, the origins of Australia's accent, notwithstanding, it's proven popular internationally. A survey of 11,000 people in 24 cities around the world earlier this year dubbed the Australian accent to be the fourth most attractive in the world, behind British, American, and Irish. So wait, um, do you th- wait, so Australians are the fourth? Yeah, yeah, the fourth behind the Irish. Behind the Irish, yeah. Be the Irish. I, you know what? I, I don't know. What would you pick? What, what do you, what do you like hearing more? Australian accents or Irish accents? Oh, just their accents on the yeah. people. Oh yeah. shoot. Okay, because I was gonna. The Irish people are are fugly. Uh, <laughs> some of them. Right. No, but just their accents for how they. Talk. Just their accents. Now their accents are fugly. Yeah. Uh, well, so like the, the Boston my, my, accent. My favorite. I think is one of the worst. My favorite accent is Canadian. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, some, is that because you have a thick Canadian accent? I don't have a, I don't have a, I don't have a thick Canadian accent. Uh, people, people point that out to me that I have a Canadian accent sometimes, and I don't. I don't know why. I almost said I don't know what that's about, but like, right? right. <laughs> I knew no, I, I knew it would come I, I out like a boot. I asked you if you were Canadian a while ago. Because um, you have kind of a, 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 a hey, I, I don't know, eh? I do. Yeah, I mean a little bit, know. but like, see, like the more we talk about it too, it's just gonna get. Uh, like hey, here it goes. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, more like my family's from Canada, right? And so anytime I hear like Canadian accent, it just kind of brings me back, like being a kid. <laughs> Sitting around the fire and hearing like all my drunk relatives be like, "Oh, you know, well, I don't know what that's all about, but uh, we better get this fire out. You know, <laughs> like we better go inside and get some donuts, eh?" And they're like, ah. <laughs> so, I mean, Canadian accents to me—that's just soothing. Yeah. Like, I, if I if I get some fatal disease, I hope to God the doctor tells me in some Canadian accent. <laughs> like, oh, you know, you got like three weeks to live, eh? You want a donut? Right. So at least you can smile while you cry at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Canadian accents and then Australian accents, because, I mean, it is, Canadian accents sound like your voice is like a muscle-bound hunk machine, you know? Yeah. Like, I, the, the kind of guy I'd wake up next to and be like, I don't even regret it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like the female uh, Australian accent. Right, the females. Yeah, yeah that, that one's better to me than the, uh, the male counterpart. Uh, but, <clears throat> yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I... I I the muscle bound um, hunk. Yeah, the muscle bound hunk. I'm with you. What do you think? What, what's, what's your what's your accent of choice, Matt? I like the Canadian one. I mean, I really like the Tennessee accent. Yeah, a lot too. I don't know why, just specifically Tennessee, but yeah, I really like that. Like the Memphis kind of draw. It's not like a full fledged draw, but it's a little kinda, drier. It just sounds friendly. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I. You know what? I think I would choose Australian over British and Irish any day of the week. I think so. British I, sounds too full of themselves. Yeah. Irish sounds like they're gonna fight me. Australian, like, they sound like school. we're gonna have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, hey, we're Wolverines and gladiators in Australia, spiders, crocodile Dundee. Now I was thinking about uh, doing this next story, but I don't even think I have to. I think we can take a break and we can come back and talk about the nightmares because I found this interesting list, and I mean, I I, I enjoy nightmares personally. Um, and I think we've talked about nightmares in the past, but I, I feel like it's fitting for a night like tonight, knowing that uh, it's it's Halloween this weekend. Yeah, and uh, I'm we're gonna all have, gonna have nightmares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Alan Richardson's is gonna be breathing heavy, staring at you. Now, it just at your kids, just <laughs> right. at your kids, because it's a spooky time of year. There's a draft in the window when you let the man inside. <laughs> now I'm in your children's bedroom. And uh. Man, but, get, get that guitar. We're, that <laughs> we're, writing, we're writing a hit right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's a draft in the window and you let the man inside. And now we're staring at your kids. You wish that they would die. That's what you should do before the segment, before the music segment. Oh, yeah. I don't know a name, but you should have that jingle. Yeah? It would be catchy as hell. Everybody would listen to that. I think, oh, man, I don't want to know about that. I don't know. I think, <laughs> I think you might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. And uh, when we get back, I take a break and then we got uh, we're, we're gonna chat about freaky facts about nightmares. Freaky times I've watched the kids sleep. <laughs> so stay with us. They were sleeping so soundly, and I watched them sleep. You're listening to the after party of Watch the kids sleep. I watched the kids sleep. We smoked some monster hash. It was his personal stash. We got completely trapped. A monster hash. We smoked some monster hash. As we parted in the castle with the living dead. 
mouths were dry and eyes were red. The ghouls and goblins shrieked and screamed. Won't somebody please pass the visine? They smoked some monster hash from Frankie's personal staff. And they all were smashed. They smoked some monster WCAP, the after party. I'm Chris Poublon, joined in the studio. I have Alan Richardson. Me, 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 me. I have Mad Minigal. I keep feeling like I'm saying your name wrong, man. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the only people that ever got it right. <laughs> and, uh. I've, really? Yeah, it never gets said right. Yeah. Even, well, even my name. It didn't. I got Minigello once, Minigello, Minigel, Miniquel. Yeah. I'm going to be honest, Min- Minigello sounds pretty sweet. I like it better, honestly. But yeah. <laughs> and, uh, hey, you ever have nightmares? Yeah, do you have them anymore? I almost have exclusively nightmares. Really? I always have like two kinds of dreams, three kinds of dreams. One where either something so I wanted to happen so bad that didn't happen that it's depressing when I wake up and it happened in the dream. Horrible nightmares or things like uh, I jumped someone's car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I... I- <laughs> That's an actual dream I had. I was right. made fun of it for like three weeks. Yeah. Because we're all like talking about like whatever dreams we're having. And I was like, I had a dream last night that I was sitting in a parking lot and having a cigarette. Someone came up to me and said, hey, my car's dead. Can you jump it? And I was like, I got jumper cables. And I jumped their car and then they drove off and I finished my cigarette, got my car and drove off and woke up. Oh, I, I thought you like jumped over their car. No, like I just that jumped would have their been car. like dreamlike to me. Yeah, no, no I no, just you I literally just, I just jumped yeah. someone's car. I, I have a reoccurring dreams when I'm flying. Yeah, that's normally pretty cool. Or I go back in time. Those are fun dreams. Uh, a uh, scary. Dr- sometimes I have zombie dreams. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I want to hear about but, these going back in time dreams. Oh no! Sometimes I have a dream that I went back in time to like when I was being born, or like sometimes oh, I'll not, go back to the seventies or like, something. No, no, no! Like I, I legitimately go back. It's kind of like, silly. It'd be like I thought you meant like you have a dream where you're Chris Poublon in present day, and then all of a sudden wacky things happen, and you travel back in time like in Quantum Leap, and that's like. <laughs> Like your dream is an episode of Quantum Leap where you no. are you're, you're aware that you are traveling back in time. No, no, I I go back in time and I have all my stuff on me. And then the problem for me is like the money I have on me is like like you know 2015 money, and I'm like I can't spend this here. They're gonna think it's funny money. I, why didn't I pack bills with me before I came down here specifically for? You're a really irresponsible time traveler, people. Yeah, are. I know, I know. So I'm there and I got no money and. Uh, and then it gets weird, you know, and and then I, it gets weird. Yeah, and then I wake up and I'm like, oh man, that was kind of cool. Or like, ever have those dreams where you, where you uh, you got your lottery ticket and it's like a million dollars worth, and then you wake up and you're like, oh, where's that lottery ticket at? Damn. No. No. Oh, I've had those so many mornings. My dreams are soul crushing. You really? Know, generally, yeah. Well, for me it is because I wake up and I'm like, boom, that where's my million dollars? That sucks. Or you know, it was the worst. I used to have really good dreams when I was in boot camp because I would, it, it's miserable. You hate life. Every day you're awake, you're not happy. And uh, and I would go to sleep and I'd be happy. <laughs> and I would, I, I remember specifically, I had this crazy like dream, right? a military commercial. No. Uh, <laughs> Wake up and you're unhappy every day. I, I'm sitting around, we have this, uh, you know, those wooden porches, right? Or those wooden tables outside and we're at a barbecue and I'm telling all my friends how much I hated being in Marine Corps boot camp. And it sucked. And then all of a sudden you hear the f- like the, the buzz of the fluorescent lights above your head. 
And then you wake up, you get like yanked out of your dream, like, oh my goodness, I was just complaining about this place, and I'm, I'm back, <laughs> no, and then the guy's banging on a trash can, lights, 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 get up, get dressed, you got 120, 19, 80, 70, 60, 50, 40, 30, 12, and then he just goes down, and it's like chaos as soon as you wake up, and you're like, ah, oh, I want to go back to sleep, I want to go back to sleep, I was with my friends eating burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the worst dreams I ever had was, uh, I worked till like one in the morning, at Bull Moose, and I went to sl- I immediately went home, went to bed, yeah, and dreamed that I was putting away DVDs endlessly at Bull <laughs> Moose, and then had to wake up and go back to work for seven. So I only got like five hours of sleep, and you and s- in that five hours of sleep, I did nothing but work. <laughs> and you can't even put that on your time card. Yeah, I'll, I'll never forget waking up the next morning, being like, I, I, I feel like I never left work. Yeah, like I well, feel like I've been there since yesterday. Well, uh, science here is saying that uh, when you do have nightmares, Mr. Science, that nightmares science may be your brain's way of releasing anxiety. Yeah, really. Yeah, recurrent uh, recurrent nightmares can be a sign of post traumatic stress disorder or some other psychiatric health issue. Uh, but in most cases, they're unrelated to mental illness. In fact, they're nothing. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with having a nightmare. They might actually be good for you. Um. Nightmares can act as a way for us to process and let go of our day-to-day anxieties. Uh, the mind does this by taking an abstract fear or worry and fashioning a story out of it. The story then becomes a memory in your brain that that, that your brain can uh, file away and finish with. So, there that is. Uh, That's a lot of work, This brain. is one that I really thought was interesting. Uh, your nightmares aren't unique, right? Uh, there's a study that was published last year uh, where uh, a university, they took nearly uh, 10,000 dreams from 331 adults living in Canada. Hey-o. <laughs> hey. Uh, though these case study, uh, through these case studies, uh, the researchers identified common themes that come up in people's nightmares. And there's a good chance you've had at least one of them based on the uh, based on this and other research, psychologists have found that the most common nightmare themes include insects and vermin. Now, do you ever have any bug? No bug dreams. No, I had no had bug any. dreams for me. Falling, falling. You ever get that though? Oh yeah. When you like uh, all of a sudden you're falling and then you just jump and then you're awake. I, I used to hate, ton. yeah, pretty much every night. Yeah. Oh, man, I hate you're, those you're people. A bug like, guy, you a fallen guy? I had one bug one, and there was a spider guy. actually like coming at me when I woke up, and it it was ter- terrifying, terrific <laughs> moment. But that was horrific. Yeah, was t- I'm so bad, sorry, man. man. Uh, <laughs> Only being, once though. The second we got off air, I'm giving you a hug, <laughs> and it's gonna be okay. <laughs> being chased, uh, uh, death of family—that's a big one for me—and uh, death of family and friends. Interpersonal conflict and violence, uh, and feeling an evil presence, and health-related concerns. So th- those are like the main themes of most oh, nightmares. I mean, that's like the f- themes of everyone's fears. That, you well, can't yeah, just exactly. list every fear and be like, this is what everyone dreams about. But uh, being chased. Ever have that dream when you're being chased, right? And, uh, and you're running, but you're like on the, on the air. And you can't go anywhere. You're running like in super slow motion. This dude's right behind you, man. He's gonna get you. And there you are running, and and you're not going fast at all. Do you have like, any combinations of them? Like 
like a couple of those together. Like I always get like chased and then I fall and it like, <laughs> happens. It freaks me out. I get the people night. that like if you hit the ground, that means you're gonna die. Like no, that doesn't mean I'm gonna die. You know what was was awful was I had a dream one day that I was shopping in a supermarket and uh, I got jumped in the supermarket and these guys were like beating the crap out of me and punching me in the head. Yeah. But I could feel it in my he- in my dream of like oh, the pain in my head, you know. And I woke up to myself headbutting the wall in my sleep. <laughs> Dude, yeah. it was it was the worst pain I've ever felt. My wife always tells me about her dreams, and it's always uh, and then this guy, he was there, he was staring at us. It, it, there's always something yeah, that like weren't that. a dream, Gabby. <laughs> and then he killed our kids. <laughs> And then, you know, it's never like a, like a happy, like more of my dreams are Maybe happy than sad. if you finish your dinner, Ms. Davis, <laughs> you wouldn't have these dreams. Uh, yeah, more of her dreams are uh, like about somebody about to get us. Somebody's going to kill us. And uh, remember what I said earlier about Poopalon's wife not liking me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, death of family and friends, I mean, especially having kids, that happens sometimes. Yep. Um, or did, now does this count as health related concerns? Cause sometimes I have dreams that I lose my teeth. Yeah. Like my teeth fall out and I'm like, Oh no. Cause it, got, like, let's say plenty of those dreams. you lose like your front tooth, you automatically lose like three points off your IQ for some reason. You know, you can't walk around missing one tooth in the front. No, you look weird. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get that fixed like ASAP. <laughs> um, and it's sad. Put a chiclet in there. Put a chiclet, yeah. You got to get the big chiclet. Just come on, just get a regular, just get a chiclet. <laughs> that would be great. You could switch them out every day. I, I'm gonna yell that to someone next time I see someone missing a tooth. Like, what are you doing? Get a chiclet. Yeah, but won't that rot the the, the two teeth on either side? No, it's a chiclet. Yeah, it's sugar. No. Then you put a couple more chiclets in there. Yeah. Right. And pretty soon you're good to go. If you get hungry, you just pop it back a couple notches and yeah, yeah, eat it. <laughs> Yo, you can't take food in the airplane. Well, good thing these are my teeth. Insect. I've never had a dream. Well, I pro- I can't say never, because uh, I just I've, I don't think I've ever had any dreams about insects or vermin or bugs. Uh, falling. Yeah, I've definitely had those. Chased. Yes. Or I've had dreams where I'm in a fight with somebody, right? And I'm going to punch them, but my punch comes out in like slow motion. Yeah, and you punch them like a wuss. Oh, completely. And yeah, then I've, had, <laughs> I've had plenty of dreams like that. And then I re- I wake up and I realize like that's that's a warning for my brain. Right. I'm like, hey, dude, don't get in a fight. Don't forget. And you ev- don't know how. <laughs> and everybody's laughing at me while it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting sad. This is like the saddest radio. It's R a nightmare, man. We're talking nightmares. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't like this. Is a nightmare. And me admitting all these. Uh, <laughs> Uh, trying to interpret your nightmare probably won't get you very far. Uh, and then it talks about Sigmund Freud. He saw dreams as a window into the unconscious mind, and he was fascinated with dream interpretation. Uh, he believed that all dreams carry information about some conscious and often sex-related desires and fears. See, the, one of the things we're going through in our philosophy class is uh, we're talking horror films. Yeah, and, uh, we had to watch uh, Halloween, the the original first one, and we had to watch uh, Freddy, uh, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part One, and I really dug that watching it all, all over again. But a lot of the movie and and like the um, almost the philosophy behind these scary movies is to, uh, and the reason why we like them is, is it says like we have repressed uh, uh, feelings of of certain sexual desires. 
And, and so I, I need to dig into it a little bit more. But it, it's it's stupid. William Shatner coming at you from the yeah. shadows. Uh, I, I can't even explain Stabbing it in down. a logical way. Oh, hey, there he is. Hey, if uh, you can just pop behind a microphone, man. Here he comes. Uh, Pat Regan. Join the show here on 980 WCP. Hello. Uh, now, is there any uh, headphones in there? Uh, is there another pair of headphones next to you, Matt? Hey, I'm Pat. How you doing, Matt? All right. What's going on? <laughs> so, when you put those on, what's going on, man? Not much. Hello. How was the ride? The ride was nice. Yeah, we're, we're talking nightmares at this point. But, yeah. hey, now that you're here, now, Pat, uh, Alan, he, he said, hey, do you, do you mind if I have somebody come on? Uh, join, somebody will join us. And I, I've been looking you up, and I, the, the music videos I'm finding, freaking hilarious, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah? Now, uh, you. I, I've only learned a little bit about you. Um, uh, now, h- how are you doing over there, Alan? I'm fine. Why? Uh, I'm just, just wondering. <laughs> I'm terrified. There's another guy at a microphone, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> mm. Well, his microphone is on, mm. so you got part of the... Uh, hey, I worked at a, I worked at a station down. for years, you know? Oh, yeah, right on. So you're from LA? Or? I'm from Los Angeles. I'm from Indiana originally. Indiana? What part of Indiana? Brownsburg, Indiana. Brownsburg? Shout out three one seven. My wife is from uh, Connersville, uh, near Richmond, Indiana area. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and now, what brings you over to the East Coast? My mom and dad live in uh, Boston. Oh, get out of here! Yeah. Oh, that rocks, man. Yeah. <laughs> I've been here for about eight years, and so I come and visit. Yeah. And I started to do comedy last night. I ran into Alan. Yeah. At a show. Yeah. At, at the Burren. Yeah. What's your name, man? Uh, I'm Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, nice to meet you, Pat. Pleasure. <laughs> I, uh, I I was doing comedy for a little while, and then uh, I got busy. Mm-hmm. So I, I do a morning show here, and I do morning news, and that's almost like kryptonite to a comedian. It's like being stuck out. And yeah. Wake shows up at five in the morning. morning. Oh, my God. Yeah, I actually have a cot here. I'm the CAP security guard. On Thursday nights. <laughs> nice. I like this place. It's it's fun. Yeah, it's definitely uh, very it's old cool school. Little, CAP's yeah. been around for a while, since uh, like 1952. And then they let me start doing this. This is actually where Lincoln gave the Gettysburg Address, was in this very uh, studio. Yeah. I'm actually just finding out this is actually a college project, this whole radio show right now. Really? Yeah, it's amazing. It's I, like the Truman I, Show. Is yeah. your college project? No, it's my college It's your project. college project. Yeah. I dropped out of college yeah. a bunch of times. <laughs> well... I, I, I'm going for uh, what about a pop screen. Do we have a pop screen? Can I just go? <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever you want, man. Except for curse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah don't don't curse. I got All a dumb right. button for that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I got. Uh, I'm, I'm taking a. Philo- I'm getting uh, my bachelor's in philosophy, and uh, with the focus of nice, I'll get you off the cot. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I have to take a non-paid internship. So uh, this, I guess, counts. Oh, nice! So I'm like, dude, I've been doing this for like three years. This is perfect. All right, check a it out. Three-year internship. Yeah, three-year internship. A three I had no year idea. Three-year internship. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Now, th- one of the videos I saw about you was about your mom. By my mom. Yeah. And how I wanted a boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly the video. Yeah. Yeah. Th- so more about how I love her. It's my mom's favorite. My mom loves that. 
Yeah. Love was that, that your real song. mom in the video? No. She offered to fly herself out to be in the video. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, that rocks. <laughs> I do, uh, the only comedy, uh, whenever I can get out, I, I play songs, but I try to do uh, parodies on a baritone ukulele. Ooh. So to find another, uh, uh, find a comedian that's it's so versatile, it, it's so cool to be able to hear the stuff. Oh, and nice. th- Now, did you bring your guitar with you? You're going to play mm-hmm. some songs? In yeah, the next I got hour? my guitar. And do you like beer? Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Absolutely. Cool. And this is going to work out, man. Awesome stuff. It's a lot of big criteria to be on the show, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Speak, drink beer. Mm-hmm. So uh, we got about eight minutes left till we actually have to take a break. And uh, we're, we're chatting about nightmares. Uh, five weird facts about nightmares. Yeah. Do you enjoy nightmares? Um, I don't remember my dreams. I think I smoke too much. Can I say marijuana? Yeah, yeah, well, it's medicine, right? Yeah. 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 This is Massachusetts. Yeah. It's okay. You ever find when you stop smoking for a day or two that your dreams go out of whack crazy? I just don't remember my dreams. I don't really? know. Yeah. Is I it a side effect of smoking a lot of marijuana? No, I, I, I really, never really remember dreams. I, w- whenever I go a day or two without... Not that I would know what a side uh, effect of that is. My, my medication... I end up having these uh, wacky dreams that are so vivid and real, where it's almost worth it. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain chemistry gets all jumbled up. Yeah, yeah. Then they go away and they kind of level out. Uh, but I, I remember them for the most part, but they're normally just kind of boring. They're, they're very comfortable dreams. I only have so many hours I can sleep a night anyway. So That's one of the first jokes I wrote was about a dream. I said, I had a dream when I was a kid, or I, or I had a dream where I was uh, walking through a burning city with babies for feet, and every time I took a step, they screamed. And then I woke up with a boner, and I'm like, no, <laughs> yeah. that first part's not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm finding out here, if you were trying to interpret that uh, dream, wouldn't really get you that far. No. Yeah. Uh, Have you guys been trying to interpret dreams? Nah. I'm just reading over these uh, weird facts. That's all. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. We so haven't figured, been, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I've uh, had a side life effect, is a nightmare. and I can't really, uh, life is a nightmare, man. So. Well, people it depends. Are, people are dying. People are going to war. People are stabbing each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's their People nightmare. People are shooting each other, stabbing each other, spitting at each other, sitting down in places they shouldn't be sitting down in. Dude, at the foot of this, uh, foot of this radio station, it's a bloodbath. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not there. Did you have to step over any homeless people to, to get? Yeah. <laughs> oh, get out of here! Are they no, already sleeping? No, I didn't have to step over anyone. Yeah. No. Sometimes when I uh, I unlock the door because at uh, I get here, I come in through the back. The front door is always uh, locked. Well, as it should be, and uh, sometimes when I'm going to uh, unlock the door, there's somebody sleeping, and I don't have the heart to say, hey, can you move along, sir? Yeah. So I let him snooze. There's been quite a few times I've stepped over people to get to the show. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, it's Lowell. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it's a, it's a bummer, but it happens. I, I know, uh, I used to like to play my ukulele out front to kind of like just hang out for a little bit, but too many people would be, be like coming one of by the boys. asking me for change. So I'm like, ah, I can't really do that anymore. Sorry. They'd ask you for change as opposed to typically you'd be a, considered a busker or a street musician right. and they would give you change. Yeah, one guy actually came up to me and he recognized that. He said, I know I'm supposed to give you change, but uh, do you have any you can give to me? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, man. Nah, not really. Sorry. Does that happen to you often, Matt? Oh, wait, you can't hear anything. Yeah. So when you're, when you're busking in like the subways, do people often come up to you and ask you for change? It's happened, yeah. All the time. Are there more headphones over there? Yeah, I don't know where those plug in. Is that oh, here. Uh, there is a splicer on the top that you have to plug into the headphone jack. Yeah. So if you plug that into and, the headphone uh, jack of that black it, box. It, it's a whole process that <laughs> I didn't put right back for. splicing the headphones. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we would be taking a break before too long, too, so we can't we can't do it now. We'll get there. Yeah, absolutely. Do you hear anything? I hear it. Uh, <laughs> yes. 
Boom, look at that. Hello Kitty. Those things have been in, in here, here? <laughs> for, for years. Does their science experiment work? And yeah. uh, even though they're falling apart, nobody will get rid of them because they work. <laughs> I kind of like them. They feel... I don't know, it sounds really nice, actually. They feel like yeah. hard plastic on your ear. Yeah. <laughs> it's real experimental <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah, that's just what I want. <laughs> you can, I bet you can sell those to Jack White for a lot of money, and he'll use them with his next record. Yeah, you heard in Jack White's new album, Artificial Persona. No, what about it's, it? It's, I've just made that up. No. <laughs> so uh, before we uh, go to break in the next few minutes, one of these uh, facts that I found interesting, men tend to dream uh, more of natural disasters, while women dream of just uh, re- relationship troubles. Mm-hmm. They're, they're that boring. I think for us, it's, life is a constant action uh an action film. That so when we sense. go to dream, we can kind of live it out. Like I know I had, I had a few dreams about asteroids coming to Earth, and really yeah. blowing us to pieces and stuff. And did you have to save Ben Affleck? No, no. But I, I woke up right when it hit. It was pretty cool. I was like, I, hey, I accepted my reality. I was ready to go, and then boom, were whole people, new world. Were people freaking out in the dream that around you? was fairly peaceful. It was amazing. Really? Yeah, but that was my dream. I mean, in real life, you know. Things would have went down. I wonder what it'd be like in real life in Astro if like everyone knew there was only a few days left. Yeah, <laughs> stuff would get weird. Yeah, <laughs> looting like crazy, man. Yeah, it'd just be. I feel like it'd be nonstop crime spree. I know it'd be like. I mean, like, I I would like do a lot, lot of hot crimes. Dogs. It feels like society's hanging by a tether, but then again, maybe not. Right. Maybe <laughs> that's all. It just needs that little nudge to know the end is coming. I would eat a lot of hot dogs, and you're not learning. I would try that. to see how many hot dogs I could eat. <laughs> Because, like, you're not going to get sick tomorrow. Right. Wait, if the end of the world was coming, you'd just see how many hot dogs you could eat? Yeah. You could do that right now. Yeah, but then i have to pay for it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, if I knew the world was coming, then I'd be like, all right, well, I don't have to deal with how sick I'm about to get. So let's see how many hot dogs I can eat. Because mm-hmm. then, like, you know, like, I'm going to stop at some point because I feel like, oh, I might die if I keep eating hot dogs. But in that instant... I'll keep going, because like that's the only way you're really gonna know your limit is if like there is no tomorrow. What can I do? Right. You know. So you, you, I bet I can get to twenty. Your stomach is gonna burst. Maybe fifty, and you'll be fine with that, because in in a few the suffering will be over. Well, yeah, but, but mean, it would be like the Dutch boy by the dike, but like instead of like a finger in the in the in the hole. The it would Dutch just like boy by the dike. Yeah, the Dutch boy by the dike put his finger in the hole. Is that a Decemberist song. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, the Mumford and Sons, the Mumford Sons. One of their songs. Yeah. But the hot dogs would clog up all the holes bursting in my stomach. Yeah. I might not have Ooh, music slowly <laughs> fading in. It sure is. So uh, those those are a few of the facts. I enjoy nightmares. Because it's like the one time I'm going to completely believe what, what the hell's going on around me. And that's the most scared I'm going to be. And then I'm going to wake up and it's going to be over. I had a nightmare when I was a kid where I just smoked cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that was the nightmare. Well, you're getting off light, man. All right, so, hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got the beer of the night. Uh, that's what I'm going to call it, huh? Yeah, beer of the week? Beer of the night? Beer of the night? Something yeah. like that. It, it's going to be fun. I figured I needed to get something like Halloween. We've held up Halloween. drinking long enough. We, we'll we call sure have. segment that. And then uh, we're going to hear some uh, music from uh, Pat Regan. Absolutely, and learn more about the file. I read your bio. Hilarious stuff, dude. You've Thanks. been around. PTSD like crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> So stay with us. You're listening to the After Party on 980 WCAP. We will be right back.
980 WCAP, the after party. How are you? I'm Chris Pubalon, joined in studio. I have Alan Richardson. That's me. I'm Alan Richardson. I have uh, Matt. Oh, man, now I'm going to screw it up. Minigel? Yeah. There it is. And I got Pat Regan. That's me. I'm Pat Regan. All right, man. And uh, this is the uh, part of the hour. Where I, I my, one of my favorite parts is uh, the beer of the night. Ooh, and, get a sippy cup full of beer. Yeah, and I didn't think here. about how uh, I'm gonna get these over to you guys. I'll come. I'll come over. Oh yeah, is that you what you pour them? I'll watch you pour them. All right, cool. Is this, this the first beer. time you've done the segment? Well, there's no, usually no, another normally. guy in that room. I'm yeah. in Chris's chair. I usually sit over there. Then we had guests sitting like next to us. Oh, yeah. normally I'm in there. Normally I have a board operator mm. and uh, a great guy, Bob Philpot. He's missing tonight. He's he's he's, he's missing. gone missing. He's gone missing. He Bob was kidnapped. R.I.P. So, yeah, well, probably. Yeah. No, let's hope not because I need him back for next week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, normally I'm in the other room and uh, we're, we're we're hanging out and I can just pour the beer for you guys and we can all taste this wonderful uh, uh, beverage. Uh, now I figured I wanted to find a nice pumpkin beer, of course, so, or not a pumpkin beer, but something that said Halloween to me. I was like, hey, happy Halloween! We're drinking beer, mm-hmm. and uh, I found uh, Samuel Adams Fat Jack. It's a double pumpkin ale, yes. uh, eight point five percent alcohol, oh. and uh, just even the front of it. I mean, uh, the crazy pumpkin guy. Looks great. So there's so many pumpkin beers, man. It's twenty in 2015. There's like there's like a hundred pumpkin beers. Yeah. Oh, it's completely blown up. Yeah. I feel like it's been in the last like three years even. Yeah. It just started going nuts. I went to a party and there was like four different kinds of pumpkin beers. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that from my. <laughs> well, you days. know, uh, and I always say uh, pumpkins have a huge history with beer and the fact that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when pilgrims came over here, they needed to make some beer, but old the barley rivalry. wasn't growing over here, so they couldn't utilize the ingredients they were, they used to have. So what they did was uh, they used pumpkins because pumpkins grew like crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh, our original settlers uh, brewed with uh, pumpkins at first. So awesome stuff! Are you coming to get the beer, Alan? They used yeah. to they used to they used to open the pumpkins by breaking them over Native Americans' heads, <laughs> and then they let they the juice fall out, and they had like a little collector at yeah. the bottom. And that's where beer came from. Yeah, it, it was amazing, and, and how they loved the, the the taste. The taste didn't even matter to be honest. And that extra protein for any of the blood that slipped in, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff, man. So uh, yeah, this is uh, let's see. Um, Fat Jack, eight point five percent. I already said that. You guys, they brew. Uh, they, they use, I think, uh, twenty five pounds of pumpkin per barrel that they brew. That's a lot of pumpkin. Yeah, that certainly is a lot of pumpkin. Thank you. So, no, no, no. have you guys uh, been to Sam Adams Brewery tour? I have not. No. I haven't, but yeah, I've no. heard that I need to. Oh Jesus! Christ. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, have you done it? Me and my mom have went. You done? Yeah, they, they give you a cup and everything. Dude, don't we, get, we walked cup. out of there like. Pretty back in working order, man. Pretty yeah. tipsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like that. They're feeling good. Then we had a fight over where we we're going to eat for two hours. Right. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Me and no, my mom necessary. went to the Sam Adams Brewery tour, got out, and then just fought about where we we're going to eat, and both yelled at each other, and then wouldn't speak to each other. Really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> when you go to like a, a brewery around here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, first off, uh, not bad. Really good. It's Sam Adams, so I imagine. I mean, the, these guys, they don't really make too many bad beers. I think oftentimes when you get a bad beer, it's probably old. Yeah. So, um, An old, A bad Sam Adams, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I swear their summer ale is like the summer ale from like two years ago. I don't know. I'm not into the uh, Sam Adams summer ale. I'm into all the other ones, I guess. But uh, 
Great stuff, man. 8.5, you can definitely tell it's up there in the alcohol. You can, you can taste that alcohol. <laughs> Tastes good. Mm. I give it two pumpkins. Two pumpkins? Yeah, from that's Pat out of three. Yeah, out of three. Two out of three pumpkins. pumpkins. Holy crap. <laughs> Jesus. Well, well, pumpkins are so big, you could do like, you know, one and a half pumpkins. You can really split that up, so it's really like out of ten, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I was watching? You put that much thought into it. <laughs> I was watching a guy trying to beat all the world records uh, pertaining to pumpkins. And one of them was like the fastest pumpkin carving. And, uh, uh, I mean, piece of crap. It's okay, I got a dump button now. Uh, thank goodness. Hopefully I caught that. I never need to do that either. No, no, I you're usually pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. But uh, I was really mad watching this guy carve pumpkins. I mean, yeah. it was like real crappy. Because, like, it was just like, it was, I almost said it, it was just a real crap job. Yeah. Like, it was just, Not you, impressive. you can't carve a pumpkin in 13 seconds. They should have, they should have judges as part of a component. Yeah, they should have it be like, that's judges. not a face. Yeah. Like, it was just like a sideways line, and then like, two little dots, and it was just, it was a piece of crap. Yeah. Like, even like, ah. Each. You guys carve pumpkins every year? Not like that. <laughs> well, at all? Well, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get one this li- this year. I don't think I got one last year either. I no? think out of pure laziness. Because the thing is, I got three kids, and it's not like I'm not carving one pumpkin here, and they're not carving their own pumpkins. They do like Just little give your dot kids knives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would, but then it. I, and Wait, I but do. are they carving pumpkins? Yeah, they, they do the dots and the pumpkins with the little uh, design thing that you get for in, in the book, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, then I gotta really do all the carving because I don't want to wait for them to do it because it takes forever. I, I feel like I have the I, I, <laughs> not, not the safety of the children. <laughs> I had like the night thing locked down when I was their age, and they don't. Well, kids these days, I mean, they're not good with knives. Apparently, it's 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 frustrating. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> <laughs> I have to cut their chicken, their steak. I'm like, come on, man, what's wrong with you? I had this locked down, but I was a fat kid. I wanted to get that food into my face. <laughs> yeah, I just stopped um, bothering cutting into pieces. So I figured <laughs> just it learned out. to open up like a snake. So, Fat Jack, get out there, pick one, pick some of this up while uh, pumpkin's still big. I mean, it's going to be big all the way into uh, winter. But what do you think, Alan? Yeah, yeah, yay or nay? How many pumpkins? Yeah, I just yeah, I just took a sip of it. It was I delicious. Know. It's yeah, delicious. delicious. Thanks delicious for the timing. Stuff. Not bad. As far as pumpkin beers, I would definitely grab this one again. Uh, now I'm not really a fan of all of them, but uh, awesome stuff. All right, I'm still a fan. The pumpkin traveler was good. Yeah, or the Jacko traveler. Yeah, that's kind of well. The, the travelers like are kind of pumpkin shandy. Yeah, they're like shandies. Yeah, I'm what? not a fan of those. It was weird. I don't know what the shandy part they is. They come in cute little. Cute little carrying case. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's good. Well, like it, they have like a two for one. Like if you get a Smirnoff, I usually get like the um, that one half off. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm calling out anyways. You know, I'll get I'll get a six or the Smirnoff ices. If yeah. you get a Steel Reserve, they just give you a plastic bag. Yeah. <laughs> or a white. Yeah. Well, Shandy, they give you a blanket and an empty Dunkin' Donuts hot coffee cup, so you can go sit on the side of the street with your Steel Reserve. <laughs> but he clearly the coffee cup's been used. I can't do the shandies. It's like beer and lemonade. And then the pumpkin shandies like pumpkin beer and lemonade. It was good, though. Yeah. How long have you been working here for, Chris? Out here, uh, about three years. Three years. Yeah, a little more than that. Nice. Yeah. How many, how many and this is shows weekly? Yeah. And uh, do, you, do, you, do you do any other shows? 
I do uh, the morning show here, so I got to be here by uh, 5:30, and I do the morning news. I also do another show with Nathan Burke uh, on Tuesday afternoons from 11 to 12 called Filling Time. Sir, uh, we You're had holding a... this place together. <laughs> You're the glue. That's what I've heard. <laughs> it's the central nervous system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here a lot. You're the HAL 9000. What's that? You're the HAL 9000 from uh, Starship Troopers. What? Nope. No, it's no <laughs> come. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, but hey, you know. This, this, oh, <laughs> I got to go. This is fun, but I mean, you have a really interesting gig going on. Uh, now I hear you write for Adult Swim, mm-hmm. and this is something I've been watching since I was a little, since I was a kid. You know, uh, yeah. I've been around for a while. And you don't look that old yourself. Me too. Yeah, I'm 27. 27. Okay. And uh, well, basically, I got I uh, I started as an intern at this production company called Absolutely, which does Tim and Eric's uh, okay. stuff, and. Yeah. Uh, then I like got into the. Then I like became a PA, and then got into the writers' room, and then just got hired as a writer's assistant, and then uh, I just get credited as a writer. And Eric, Andre, my boss, introduces me as a writer, but they do not pay me a writer's salary wage. <laughs> right. Uh, well, just I- putting that out there, <laughs> in <the> public. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, dude. Uh, do you remember? Like, I, I, what was the show that got you into Adult Swim? I, it, I think it was Aqua Teen Hunger Force for me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Aqua Teen. Uh, you know what? I liked Metalocalypse. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that was mine. I loved there, home movies so much. Yeah. Oh, it, see, I don't know what it was first between home movies or Aqua Teen and Doctor Cats, but that wasn't Adult Swim. But you it know fits what? I right liked in Aqua there, Teen. Though. Whenever it was on, I, I would definitely. There was other shows though uh, that I really liked. What was that? Uh, was that show with the two uh, the, the, the the little black kids? Can I say that African American <laughs> fellas? What's going on? It was kind of a race. It was, it was a racist show. Real black kids uh, running but, around, running real yeah. fast. What was that show? Oh man, I Roots. Can't, root? No, not Roots. Uh, <laughs> no, that happened in Roots. No, uh, <laughs> trust me, it did. No, they, they, well, they are, and then they have that one. Uh, the Boondocks. Uh, the Boondocks. Boondocks. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I knew this what it was. So good. That's a really my, fun show. My favorite Adult Swim show is uh, well, I think will always probably be um, check it out. With yeah, Dr. Steve, Steve Rule, because because uh, I know like Tim and Eric, they kind of made their show parody public access television, but that but check it out is such an exact parody of public access. And I worked at a public access station for years, and so there's so many times we're watching an episode of that show and be like, holy crap, like <laughs> this is exactly what my life was like for so long. A- another one that really now that it's coming, uh, Robot Chicken. Mm-hmm. That yep. was one of my favorites, and uh, it was genius. And I've tried watching it with my kids, and I was getting in trouble. I'm like, "Come on, ignore that part." The next you, part, you got to really teach good. your kids to not be such wieners about everything. No, it's not my kids; it's my wife. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'll set her straight. I'll start watching her sleep. You know? <laughs> oh, you, yeah. You, uh, I want if Chris's kids don't finish their dinner, I eat it in front of them. And then I watch them sleep while I breathe heavily. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's very intimidating. Exactly, yeah. right? You're gonna finish your dinner now if that happens. I'm I'm gonna I might I might freak out. Well like if you finish your dinner I won't do that. So if you just finish yeah. your dinner and eat your, your dang vegetables, I don't you're, have to you're looking at me like you want me to finish my dinner. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm this I've tried everything else. Okay? <laughs> I'm doing a dang good job here. And I I got some really picky kids, so I do a what I gotta do, and sometimes it works, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. It just brings me you around. Do what you gotta do. Yep. I'll tell you what, Pat. You can either sleep, you, you know, and I can watch you. Slap them in the you. nose. <laughs> <laughs> slap them around a little bit. 
eat your broccoli, I'm going to flick you on the nose, okay? <laughs> Listen, don't make me do this. Yeah, so, hey, it, it works. He And he only watches them for like 20 minutes, right? That's what I tell him. So, it keeps them from talking. Oh, there he is. Dude, it's Bob. It's Bob Philpot. Back from He's the not dead. showing up. Now, hey, can we, should we do a shuffle where where I move in there now? I don't really want to get up. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you can move between them. Have Bob come sit in here. It'd be a whole weird role hey, reversal. Hey, how about this? What He's I'm going to do... What are you wearing that for, Bob? It's Halloween. He can't hear you anyway. Yeah, but he's, but he's not dressed as anything. He's dressed so as Bob, Bob, Bob walks with in. a blue wig. Yeah, Bob walks yeah, in with a long coat. <laughs> he didn't ask me. Halloween. My Simpson. He didn't ask me for any change, and that's all that matters. So, hey, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take a quick break, okay? And then we're going to shuffle around. We're going to oh, do this stuff. Dumb button. Okay? We're going to get it all figured out. I don't want to shuffle. And uh, we're we're going to hear some songs from Pat Regan, huh? Yeah. 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 So, hey, stay with me. Give me a gay old time. What? Give me a gay old time. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> so stay with us. You're listening to the After Party of 980 WCAP. We will be right back. Studio. I got Alan Richardson. Oh wait, no, we gotta turn your microphone on. Bob, hit my mic. Yeah, Alan Richardson's back on the We got Pat Regal. Regan. Regan. Sorry, I I had my notes in front of me, and now I don't have them. Yeah. Yeah, but he was also a very regal man. Yeah. So it's actually even more confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're just messing me up more. And we have uh, Matt Minigal. I got all these names to remember. I left my notes in the other room. Sorry. And uh, and we have you. If you want to give us a call at nine seven eight four five four four nine eight zero, but don't bother doing that. We also have Bob Philpot. <laughs> <laughs> He he was missing, and now he's oh, not man. missing any, I've, anymore. I've missed those buttons. So uh, hey, look at that. We're we're all back. I'm back on the side where I'm more comfortable being. And uh, I didn't like being in that chair. I felt too much power. Yeah, I was so ready to abuse it. Right. Oh, look at that. There's my notes. Th- thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. I'm gonna need these. <laughs> no, well, I mean, there's really nothing you could abuse. There's you know, turning the microphones on and turning them off. Yeah, well, I was tempted to start turning your guys' microphones off and have it just be my show. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, Pat, you you're you do a lot. You're very versatile in your comedy. Now, I only saw some of the songs, and they had me in stitches. It was great listening to. Now, you're going to perform a few of them live, right? Sure. Because I see you already, so yeah. I'm hoping so. You're yeah. just teasing us. Yeah. So, uh, wh- wh- what are you going to start with? Um, I guess I should play a comedy song. Yeah, I guess. Um, b- but, uh, yeah, I mean, because, some t- cause, yeah. Uh, this song is called Hard Boiled Egg. 
go over here? How's this sound? Hard-boiled egg, oh, hard-boiled egg, now, baby, let me hold you tight. Take the place of my ex-girlfriend, like her, you are white. You're both white, you're both white. You're both white, you're both white. I drew a face on a hard-boiled egg It felt nice, we made out for hours Meet my new girlfriend, she's a hard-boiled egg And she's white and she's rich in iron She's cage-free, she's cage-free She's jiggly ah, She's stinky She's jiggly She's cage free She loves me She's freaking rich in Omega 3 Check it I picked her up at a Trader Joe's She had five little sisters and six big bros She's bad for my heart but good for my soul My sex life's weird And my cholesterol is out of control I brought her to my house and hot-boiled her Pampered her and spoiled her Now she can't get enough of my tea I took her to Broadway to see Wicked I only had to buy one ticket. Exe Wicked for free. One time I almost ate her. Luckily I remembered that I date her. Sweet Lord, there's no love greater than the kind of my refrigerator. Oh, than the kind of my refrigerator. And that's the story of my life. A story of my life. Well, that's incredible, man. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I heard you uh, play that last night of the Burren, and I was just dying. And because you started the song up, and you just started screaming, and I was just so confused. Oh, I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> you started the song like this is a song called Hard Boiled Egg. Then you started screaming while you're playing, and I was like, I, I mean, I had I was like, I guess that's just the sound of a hard boiled egg being hard boiled. <laughs> But then, like, that, oh man. Sometimes was, I think people like think I'm doing some sort of like like weird take when it's just I my mind is I just can't like do something that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's what's so like clever about it. Like, like you're you're where is this gonna go? That's immediately what I started thinking at the top, and then it, it took you for a, a ride, and that was a lot of fun, man. Thanks, man. And for me, like I'm always trying to think of something to write and then I get the pen and then I get the paper and then I'm like Phew. that's it 
That's it. That's it. Good night, everybody. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. But it, I mean, even uh, I watched your video about you and your mom. And I thought that that was incredible because I don't think anybody would come up with that. <laughs> and, but it, it was very creative and it was very funny for what it was. And uh, I, I was thinking of Stephen Lynch's uh, uh, Mother's Day song. And I, I wasn't sure where to go. So I don't want to keep pestering you. Like, you want to play another play one? Another or? Song? Yeah, please. Do more songs. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't a funny song. Wake up in a daze I'm only 26 but I'm already bored and I'm already sad Makes me wonder how I'm gonna handle waking up at 50 When my bones all creak and my back hurts so bad I can't fall asleep And my mother is gone, she loved me so much She used to mail me shit I didn't want Like multiple electric toothbrushes and she always told me to pray I mean literally she she said it like every single day she said God would show me the way but prayers couldn't make the pains of aging go away I guess you gotta try and live for someone else cause if you live for yourself you're gonna feel the emptiness that's always been there and it's always gonna be there and it's never going away I think about my grandma her time's almost through she put herself last after everyone she knew she's not gone yet but she'll be gone pretty soon She's not gone yet But she'll be gone pretty soon Took care of her husband right through the end His mind had been totally wiped out from Parkinson's My dad told me he was one of the smartest guys he knew But those last five years he couldn't cut his own food And now my grandma's got Parkinson's too She called me on my birthday, I could tell she was confused She's not gone yet but she'll be gone pretty soon I guess you gotta try and live for someone else Cause if you live for yourself You're gonna feel the emptiness that's always been there And it's always gonna be there And it's never going away I guess you gotta try and live for someone else if you live for yourself, you're gonna feel the emptiness that's always been there, and it's always gonna be there, and it's never going away. It's deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man, he! I gotta hear that again. Now you have a CD, right? <laughs> play it again. Ben. No, you don't have to play it again. But uh, is there a place that that, that was a? Uh, 
That'd be like thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's well. That's the thing is like I'm at like a crossroads where I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'm like, do I want to do comedy songs? Yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you, now? Do you find this weird dynamic where you want to be more serious or, or all the time? D- yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like I haven't identified. I go up on 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 these comedy shows and stuff, but I haven't identified as a comedian for a couple of years. Really? Yeah. And I'm like I'm like oh I just want to do music, but I want to write comedy because writing comedy is really fun because it's collaborative. Yeah. But um. But like, especially if I'm if I'm on stage with a guitar, I have an urge to just play whatever I want and have that attitude of like, why does it have to be, like, you know, I right. don't care if it's funny. Yeah, this isn't. I'm not even even the comedy songs. I'm not playing as comedy. It's just like, oh, I just want to, you know, right play music. But that's interesting. I, I think that's what makes it more real for other people, and uh, you kind of like dig in to something that you might not have known was there. I don't know. That, that's very interesting. It can bomb pretty hard. Last night, a guy I did a show right before the burn, and a guy came up to me and he was like, "He's like, I had a mediocre set," and he was like, "He was like, uh, he was like, I, I, uh, I got what you were trying to do." Or like, <laughs> and that was it. it's the best thing to hear. <laughs> I felt I felt bad for you at the burn. Well, because like uh, like two minutes into my set, I was like, "All right, you're sucking. Like, keep going." And then, like, after I got off stage, they're like, all right, we got this guy who writes for Adult Swim. And I was like, oh, man, I wish I didn't just, like, suck for five straight minutes. And then he went up, and I was like, all right, I don't feel that bad. I was like, <laughs> you brought him right back. But I was like, ah, I just didn't, like, I felt like, because I left in a really weird, awkward joke that lasted, like, a full minute. <laughs> and then I feel like when, like, by the time I left and you went on, the whole place was just silent. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah. Mm-hmm. But no. it was good. I, I, I think don't, I don't agree with that no? that assessment of the room. That's how I, I don't I, know. I I felt different by the end of the night, but when I left, I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that was that." I wasn't paying attention, but but my friend was like, my friend was like, "It's like he, he's really good." Oh, so you weren't paying attention, huh? I was, I was, I was like, I gotta go. I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was trying to work on myself. <laughs> well, that's normally when comics are going out. How often do you really pay attention to the oh, other never. comics? Until it's there's another guy right before me. You never listen to the guy right before you. You're or, trying to think of what you're going to do. Well, yeah, unless like you, or if you went up like first or second, and then you're good to go if you want to hang yeah. out and watch. Normally, like whenever I get out, it's it's like once in a blue moon. So I'm I'm wanting to see all the other comics and be yeah. like, oh, what else is going on? Because I know my set. I mean, normally it's only like a quick five minute thing, or or I'm doing silly songs. If I do three songs, it's over. It's, it's, it's done. I'm good. And um, but yeah. So then I can kind of hang out. But I kind of appreciate it more as opposed to going out every night. Then you're hearing the uh, the same old stuff. Yeah. So what else are you gonna play? Um, here's a song. <laughs> Here it is. Get that microphone right, nice and close, like there, Alan. When we grow old we won't die We'll be kept alive by machines Kept alive by machines And visions won't spring from the eye They'll all be derived from whatever We jam in our bloodstreams And people pass by me like ghosts And all of the streets walk themselves All the streets walk themselves A chemical haze of regret Is all that becomes of ourselves As we waltz to a music unheard As we waltz, as we waltz, as we waltz to a music unheard 
natural Natural closing time Turn all of the lights on over every boy and every Natural causes aren't causes to die for You can put us in beds but don't put us to sleep There's doctors, there's nurses, and there's dieticians, and there's nail technicians, and surgeons, beauticians. They're waging a war against age, cause it's all the rage to never surrender or give in to time. Can split wood into it, can split me and you, but it won't, because we've got the science, and pretty soon we'll have the cure, and then we'll be sure. And we'll never have to die again No, we'll never have to die Natural causes aren't causes to die for You can put us in beds, but don't put us to sleep And one day there will be robots and we'll be outnumbered yes we'll be outnumbered we'll be outclassed we'll be outsourced and we'll be outvoiced and we'll be outcast but we'll never have to die again no we'll never have to die You know, I, I get a big feel for uh, No Effects. I love No Effects. Yeah, man. I like a lot of the lyrics, the way they're written, the way they sound. I get a lot of uh, like uh, uh, the, my orphan year. Yeah, that's his real song. Yeah. His real song. Yeah, yeah. No, but it, it's it's interesting. I, I really enjoy the lyrics. <laughs> and, then, um, and hey, soon soon we'll be able to inject our own personality into computers. Yeah, within the next what? twenty years. Yeah, you never. Where's this coming from? Th- this is happening, <laughs> you man. You get this look in your eyes. It's just like you know what else, guys. Yeah, man. Well, I, that's what I was thinking about with all the robots uh, taking over, and uh, we'll we'll never have to die because we'll have our, you know, pers- our consciousness put into a robot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But oh. what I think though is, what if you just you in- inject your consciousness into this robot, right? And then you still die, but then just what something that sounds and acts and talks like you is still alive, you still died. So you're not going to be able to enjoy the fact that you're still alive, mm-hmm. right? I, mean, I haven't figured out how to yet. Yeah. I don't think I need to, like, once I'm actually dead. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was thinking about that because I was reading comic books and stuff, and this guy put himself <laughs> into a robot. I don't know. Weird stuff. And I'm like, didn't you just die? You can you put your consciousness in things. You're probably still dad, dead. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, hey, it's uh, 11.42, we're here on the after party, and uh, we're, we're hanging out with Pat Regan. See, I looked at my notes. I got it locked down, though, but I got to be sure. <laughs> uh, 
And uh, hey, uh, you ready to play another one or yeah, should we chat? Can I play a song you, you look very anxious to keep playing, so we'll we'll keep digging it because I, I like what you got. Well, this one I'm just trying to think. I don't know where the f words are, but I'll I'll try to be wary. That would be great if you didn't say the f words because we'd have to dump those. Okay. And then, well, just for a clear notice, if we sound like we're talking in slow motion for a quick moment, it's because I hit the dump button or Bob hit the dump button. So yeah, because now Bob's back. Because Bob's back, yeah. This is like the penalty's over. It's five on five again, fellas. <laughs> Canucks are going down, boys. All right. All right. All right, this song is called Basketball. I'm back and die, back and die. Woke up today. Okay, I got to think about I'm trying to think of where the lyrics are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. There's a movie. There's a movie scene that's uh, exactly like this. There's a musical comedian Henry Phillips who has a, has a movie called Punching the Clown. I've heard of awesome that, movie. and I was heard I need to watch it. Yeah, and the first scene takes place in a radio station where he where he says the f word. Yeah. To one of his songs, but this song, man, this is my favorite song. This is like six songs in one. Yeah. So it's an epic song. Right, and I really want to hear it. Can you I say D I C that? Uh. I don't rest. think so. I, I don't. I don't think we can Man, say that. Like, uh, <laughs> see, and and we could technically. It, literally, that literally trouble, castrates my song. I'm sorry, man. We're not castrates. Unix. Unix. This is where you need like a, a link to a Bandcamp Bandcamp site. Yeah. No, there's no recording of this song. Yeah. Well, um, you could play the whole thing, and we'll just dump it where it needs to be dumped. <laughs> and if it sounds weird, yeah. hey, we can hear it afterwards. I was like, oh man. Wait, okay, I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Ah. I'm a mess, I'm a mess, I'm a hopeless wreck. I'm a ship in a storm without hands on deck. I'm a ship in a storm with... I'm a mess, I'm a mess, I'm a hopeless wreck. I'm a ship in a mess storm with no hands on deck. And I woke up today at 2 p.m. And then I went back to sleep. I can't believe I dumped you and you're okay now. I can't believe I dumped you and you're okay now. But screw you two, I also met someone new and she's almost 22 and the guy you're dating is 34. And I'm wearing a shirt that was left in my car by a 21 year old dominatrix. Her mom died of AIDS and we only hung out twice. By which I mean the girl and not her dead mom Well I know he's more stable than I ever was And I know this because you flippin' told me And I bet you're more able to give him your trust But I bet you'd still like to hold me But there's things that I've done I'd rather not discuss And nothing in this world can console me But hold up, pause the song, it's not funny I just sound pathetic and whiny and lonely New song, oh, I just love basketball If I'm hooked on a drug, it's basketball It's such a cool sport, it makes me laugh It makes me cry and it helps me crap Basketball, basketball I love freaking basketball Winter, spring, summer or fall It's a good time for basketball I love it when they dribble I love it when they dunk I love it when they pick and roll, ooh, the NBA is full of punks. 
it's an I-U-D. And now she says, please bleep inside of me. I say, what about the fact that I already gave you a yeast infection? She says, that's okay. Just bring me that something that rhymes with infection. She's a wonderful lady, a flipping hot queen. I have made her mine. Oh, hopefully I do not suck out her lifeblood and leave behind a husk. But I must come back to you, my love. I must come back to you. I freaking love basketball. I really flippin' love flippin' basketball. I stick my flippin' flip in a basketball and flip a basketball. I flip a flippin' basketball, mother flipper flipper basketball. Flip you mother flippers basketball. NBA flippin' basketball. I said flip this stuff. I'm over it. That's basketball. <laughs> Mother flipping. <laughs> I think me and Bob both looked at each other. <laughs> We're like, Where's it? Oh, no. no. Mother yeah, flipper. Sorry, that, made, that was a tense song for you and Bob. I yeah. can't believe I didn't hit the bump, the bump button. <laughs> That was great. No, I I could see that. <laughs> well, it's the suspense because you don't know where it's going. Right, right. Not uh, suspense. That, that was great, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to that tomorrow. See, the beautiful thing is this all goes into an archive, and uh, boom, I'll be able to listen to it again all by my lonesome. It's gonna be weird, but hey, I'm well, not I gonna. Just, think I just picked up his album yesterday. Oh yeah. Yeah, that Pat Regan smells like the S word for poop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's on Spotify and iTunes and Amazon. Oh, right on, man. So, uh, how long... You can go on Spotify and find Pat Reagan and Matt, Matt Minigill. Yeah. All on one website. No kidding. You can also find Chris Poobel on there. Yeah. Ooh. You can nah. find me? Ooh. No, Can no. you? No, I, I don't think so, no. I don't well, do anything, man. One day, one day, hey, I'm looking forward to, hey, this college thing is going to be over. I'm not going to have a morning job forever. And I look, I look at old people doing comedy. They're like, oh, I didn't start doing it until I was 40. And I'm like, yeah, I have a chance. Yeah. I have a chance. That's sure. what I'm... Yeah, say, hey, this is a whole... It's a whole college project, right, Bob? It's always better to start comedy <laughs> Glad earlier. Glad I can help you. Thank you, Bob. Do I get a gold star? You do. You do. You're <laughs> going to be in my project. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it's always a lot better to start younger just so you can kind of... Oh, I was, I was actually thinking... I, I said earlier, but I meant... I meant later. Because if you, the later you start, the more of yourself you are. So you're... you're you win. Right. You know, wh- what what real stand-up comedy is just comes from you knowing who you are and being that on stage, and every all of your all of your positions stemming from that, and all your idiosyncrasies spilling out, and your ways of speaking spilling out. That like is actually you. And if you wait until say you're, I don't know, mid thirties, if you wait until you're if you're waiting your forty until you're forty to do it, it's like it's like you've got a point of view. You tell you see old, old guys right. just have a point of view in comedy. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely, and especially, I, I think you fall into routine. And <laughs> what? And women. Yeah, well, some of them. Gals. Gals. 
you, you fall into a routine to where, like, wh- when I first started getting into comedy, I I got this whole family thing going on. All of a sudden, I, I'm I have a girlfriend. I have two. Ki- I got my woman pregnant, and she already had two kids. So yeah, boom! country song right there. Yeah, it should be. I got my woman pregnant. <laughs> I got my girl pregnant, and she had two kids from a previous marriage, and now they're mine. Now, now, now. <laughs> So yeah, and 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 it's just now I pay some fat being in a thick relationship. It, it was just weird, <laughs> and I, I was learning it all. So, I, but now at, at at the time in my life, I'm kind of in a routine to where I can kind of recognize certain things. I just need the opportunity, man. Just need it. Just need it. I, I'm just sad. Put Come out and do it. Put me on, coach. <laughs> I can do it. I can prove it to you, coach. Really, coach, I mean, it. coach, I can do this. Coach, I need this. Coach, I have raised. Coach, I have raised these three children. I have found my point of view, Coach. I can do this. Coach, I got so much point of view from these three little angels that I raised. Put me in. I raised these three angels' lives, but these three angels' lives raised my voice. Now, Coach, put me on. They raised my voice and put me on. Damn it! Before they lower me on the ground. Put me on stage, Coach. Watch the magic sparkle. Couch, put me off. I can give you my kids. I don't need them anymore. And we're back. (laughs) How long are you uh, on the East Coast? How long before you leave? Uh, Monday. I leave on Monday. Monday? Yeah. How how long is uh, that flight? Four, four hours? and a half. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Really? That's it? From here to LA is like four, four and, and a half? half. Sometimes I think it's longer one way because of the yeah. jet stream. Yeah. Yeah. I think the longest I was on a flight like, it was uh, six hours to Oregon. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's. I don't know. I, you I, can't I, see me on the radio, but I'm pointing <laughs> to directions of the country. I hate flying. Uh, I I can never get used to it. I hate it, and I know I'm I'm always staring at everybody, like walking onto the plane, like, oh, please don't sit next to me. You could sit next to me, and then they walk by me, and then the big fat guy, I'm like, oh, please don't sit next to me, and he does inevitably. And I uh, met. Yeah, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I'm not a fan of flying. I know. Uh, when what happened when you guys meet? What do you talk about? When I first met Chris, when I first in met, the plane. Oh, in the plane. You said that you're like, excuse me, can I sit here? Yeah. Well, you know what? It was, uh, it was super embarrassing. The first thing that happened is I was like, "That's my seat," and he was like, "But I love the window seat," and I said, "I do too." But then I just like I saw like I don't know. If you can't see because on the radio, when I mean, you 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 always notice like there's just this look in his eyes like, "All right, you get the window seat." Yeah, I already and had my <laughs> laptop out. Yeah, and he just like, he was like he was eating animal crackers. He had his laptop out. Like he, he was he was ready. I was like, you know what? I'll just take the middle, and um, and then I sharted, and uh, and <laughs> yeah, it, I knew I yeah. smelled something, and it was like a direct <sighs> flight, and I, it was just like I sat there and I was like, at least you can crack open the window, and like we had like. <laughs> We had a laugh. You couldn't though. Yeah, you well, on that plane. Was, that's why we had a laugh over it. And right, then, uh, right. And like it was funny. Then like it was like know, onions. My eyes were yeah, all watering. Like, the full first hour, he was like, "This is rough." And then the next like two and the second and third hour, he's like, "All right, you know, I'm used to it." And the fourth hour, it's like when it well, comes back doing around. It. Yeah, man. It wasn't I kept like starting. it just went away. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, but we actually, became friends. There was a I forget what airport I was in. But I'd eaten like a half pound hot dog before I got on an airplane Uh-oh. once. Yeah, I I got halfway through this the hot dog. This story's not going anywhere yeah, good. I got halfway through the hot dog and I realized like I'm about to sit on this tiny like sardine can. Yeah, next like to a stranger, cylinders, huh? Oh, for like six hours, this poor guy. Yeah. So I got drunk too. Right. And, um, 
<laughs> my brother told me I, I had fallen asleep on the plane and just started farting. <laughs> and, uh, We've all and, like, I'm not a small person, so I can only imagine like the fat guy that's asleep and farting. Yeah, it has to be the worst airplane passenger. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd still rather that than a baby. Would you? Yeah. Oh yeah, by by far. I had I used to have glasses, and I remember this one person sitting next to me, and she had, she, her, she had her baby with her. I'd say the baby was like two years. Was it old, Bristol though. Palin? No, it was not. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I, I remember finally falling asleep, and this kid ripped my glasses off my face. Like I could feel it happen. Did and you punch I, him? You I wanted to, but I, the mom was bigger than me. So. You should have just yelled that I'm a marine. Yeah. And spit in the baby's face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My friend Alex can just sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think that would happen. Yeah. Really? Oh man, that's awesome. You like. Chris and I come off as friends. <laughs> that's so good. I'm so happy right now. He yeah. thought we were. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're friends though. <laughs> mm-hmm. We go back to LA and be like, I went on this, these guys' show. They're friends. And they're friends. It's just a couple of friends hanging out. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. I hope I'll meet a friend on the plane. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe he'll shart and sit in the middle. <laughs> I don't even bring a carry-on so I can get off quicker. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks. Yeah, was well, how I talk when I went on airplane. <laughs> you well, change you your voice on airplane. Have you guys? Have Weird. you guys ever met someone and just like you just? Change, they did a fake accent. No, that's what sociopaths do. Oh, and I did that for a whole school semester. I pretended I, I had I, I told the guy I was from Canada and, and put on a thick Canadian accent. That's, yeah, I, but that I, wasn't I, hard for you. You're Canadian. Yeah, but like I don't like you know I don't really always like talk like this you know yeah. and I was like you know I came down here after high school and you know. You were talking like that. <laughs> oh. right, my Australian accent is not as good as my Canadian accent. Though. You got to drink to get the Australian accent. Yeah, well, Wolverines, gladiators, <laughs> 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 Beavis. <laughs> They're not Australian. Oh. Hey. <laughs> what? Dude, who are these hot cheeks? These cheeks are hot. <laughs> Hello, my name is Hitler. Hello, how are you? Just a couple. <laughs> Impressions, everybody. Oh boy, we got like Pat three Reagan. minutes left, and then it's all over. What are we talking about? We're three minutes. I don't know. Um, are you doing any more shows while you're in Boston? I'm doing. Yeah, I'm doing shows. I'm doing a uh, comedy studio at eight tomorrow, right. um, and then uh, three two shows on Sunday. Um, Zuzu, Amy Ranger's show, something Power Ranger. <laughs> I don't know. I know where and, Zuzu is. And uh, Improv Boston. Improv nice. Boston, all right, real cool, man. And uh, where can we find you, uh, Mr. Alan Richardson? Oh, I'll be hiding. You'll be hiding? No, I'm just going to do, I'll be all around, like, the open mics of Boston and hang around the streets. Yeah. I'll probably, I'll, I'm going to go to Sally O'Brien's probably Monday, and then I'll be the Middle East Tuesday, and uh, I'll be other places. Yeah. Be here Thursday, probably. Yeah, hopefully. I'm uh, always here. I'll be here first thing in the morning. There's something else I'm going to do Tuesday. I think he's going to try to hop on the winter circle. Yeah. I you I, know I'm just gonna hang on the streets. I got the whole week off hang work. Hang on the streets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's what we do on the East Coast, kid. Man, <laughs> and we call people kid. Yeah, kid. Hanging Especially when the they're streets. older. <laughs> I even like somebody noticeably younger than me starts calling me kid. It's not even like a seniority thing. It's just like a weird awkwardness to it. Like, come on, dude, you're 24. Yeah, I'm 31. Don't. Why? Uh, uh you're you're kid. Wait, Matt, where can we find know. you? Where are you going? 
Right. You don't know where you're going Sunday? I'm going to be in New York for a bunch. Burlington. I think I'm in Burlington for most Sunday. And then you know you're going to Penny's Tuesday. Yeah. And you're in Boston. Like Chicago. And you have the PA Lounge Michigan. Wednesday, right? Yeah. <laughs> I should know this. Why do I know these? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you study before you... You'll be at a modern yeah. gypsy on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can Why go. Why do you know this? It's the whole tour, I think. Because yeah, I w- talked to Chris a lot, and yeah, she doesn't. Good. You know, she's a lady. All right, well, we got to run away now. She don't stop. Matt Menegal, uh, uh, Alan Richardson, Pat Regan. R E G A N. You can Google it. Bob Philpot, thank you for coming back. Don't Google my name. You'll get the cupcake baker. <laughs> and thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of my college project. <laughs> Stay with us. Uh, we'll we'll talk next week. We'll talk tomorrow morning. All that fun Enjoy stuff. Frank Zappa. Get some sleep, everybody. Good night. Great.